dance with spirits. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Spirit Spirits Season 2, Episode 12. I'm just going to call it Triangles. <laughs> yeah, I in the intro, I called it a, acute, acute Anomalies. Acute Anomalies. <laughs> yeah, because triangles, triangles are acute. <laughs> and shy. And shy. I'm your host, John, with your host, host, Mr. Dave. Host, host. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Oh, man. Hey, Dorio, what's going on, man? Oh, it's over. All right. So, of course, we are brought to you by Anchor. Anchor allows us to take the audio portion of this live vlogcast and puts it out to all our favorite places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and I forgot one again, didn't I? No, I didn't. Breaker. I don't think you did. I think you got him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I want to thank Anchor out there for doing that for you. If you guys are ever thinking about starting your own podcast, they, they're freaking amazing, and they pretty much do it all for free. And, of course, I want to thank Restream. They are the ones that allow us to do the multicasting. Uh, so where we can be on our Spirit Spirits Facebook page, our YouTube page, Twitter, Twitch, and Vaughn Live. Uh, we dropped D Live, but uh, we're going to stick with the Vaughn Live because I really liked them. And so we want to thank Restream for that. So, yeah, we are talking about the anomalies of places. Yeah. Vortexes. Vortexes. I mean, what you, I, mean it was, I was thinking about changing it to vortexes and stuff, but, um, yeah, because it, it was really interesting because they, they claim that yeah. they have explained the Bermuda Triangle. And this is, um, this is kind of what prompted my, my thought of talking about, these talking about these things is you know really so they they say they know what's happening in the bermuda triangle why all the ships have disappeared in the bermuda triangle and which is okay well uh, well i guess we're just gonna get right into it uh i'm ready let's 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 gank this thing so Um, what what do they say how do they explain they what did they call it Oh, man, I got to find it now. I think it's, and I just want to point out an interesting fact. There are way more triangles, anomalies, than I there ever Way more than thought. I thought, and there are more, there's more on land than I ever thought possible. Yeah. I also found out that I'm in the middle of one. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the middle of of a triangle of an actual anomalous area. Yeah. Or um explains a lot too. It, it it does explain a lot. It explains, you know, why I'm here and why I've seen and heard the things that I have paranormally. The thing that's interesting with these anomalies is it's not just about disappearances. I after, you know, in doing the research on these places, they get variety, a variety of paranormal occurrences. Like, almost like it's a weak spot. Okay. And so they're... Uh, a weak spot in what, though? In in the universe? In, in, in this plane? Uh, however you want to call it. So, you know, there's, you know, they have everything ranging from ghosts you know of course there's the disappearances that's kind of the main thing is things disappearing and things crashing when they shouldn't okay yeah um right so the bermuda triangle is famous for like boats disappearing and planes disappearing and crap like that right yeah um well and it's the same thing with these other ones where there's a lot of disappearances that have happened okay but aside from that there's you know paranormal experiences there's there's ghosts there's um phantom sounds there's cryptids you know bigfoot sightings or whatever um there's ufos that's pretty popular in in these triangles or ufo sightings to banks home oh shoot i gotta get mine out <laughs> I'm like, oh shoot, mine's not even on. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, Dave? What's wrong with you? That's funny. <laughs> so we're all right. So everybody, we're a little discombobulated coming into the show tonight. Uh, Whoa, uh, we did a a great thing. And by the way, uh, we did a great thing uh, earlier uh, with a uh, Dave's show. I'm. I'm getting a spike off of shooter <laughs> <laughs> uh, with with Dave's show, uh, the 4K lowdown. Um, because Dave's a huge movie buff, and we all love talking about movies. And so, yeah, uh, that was fun. That was great, a good first episode. Good we first didn't episode. cover near as much as we thought we would <laughs> in cool. in the hour and twenty that we did it. But I I I like the I like the length. Oh, yeah. I don't think we need to go any longer than that. But I think, you know, once we get used to the format and everything and we start, we can start speeding things up, oh. you know, you know, maybe we, you know, do like a quick thing on the new releases and what we're going to watch. And then we jump right into what we're oh, going to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. um, but yeah, we were able to get three movies done. And I like how we scored them. It was really interesting. Um, so, yeah, I'm anxious to do the other seven and come up with our our top ten yeah. list yeah. for Oh, for yeah. action movies. So yeah, we're just a little discombobulated because of that fact. Yeah, so we're having to we're having to shift gears now. Yeah. It's like okay, we got to stop with. <laughs> and my phone just said stop. <laughs> I said we got to stop, and my phone said stop. Yeah, it literally time, so. five minutes before we started the show, we finished. Okay, the I'll be show, careful. So. <laughs> so we're we're uh, getting back on we're, track here. So we're getting, yeah, we're <laughs> we're working it. We're getting we're getting back into the groove of. You know, because usually we're like, okay, let's start drinking. And then, all right, now we get to do the show. 
this time we're like, okay, we got to do a show, and then oh crap, we got to do another show, and then I'm like, oh crap, I'm not drinking, so I had to get had to get something to drink. I didn't even drink during the last show. I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. What is wrong with you? I didn't drink during the last show either, but I wasn't expecting. Oh yeah, I live here. That's why I came. Why did you come? But yes, tonight we're going to talk about the anomalies of the triangles on the world. Hey, Teresa. Teresa, how's it going? What, a, what is up, T? And I, I, I mean, are we going to just start with the the most famous one, or do you want to try? And... Yeah, let, well, I let let's talk about the Bermuda Triangle because that's um, probably the everybody most, knows. That's everybody like knows the that's the it's, it's vortex. Like, that's like the Michael Jordan. The everybody knows who Michael yeah. Jordan is. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, that's the Chuck Norris of anomalous vortexes. Yes. So, um, so. And I, God, I wish I, I wish I don't, I didn't save that website that I went to when I was doing the research on it. They were like, oh, scientists have discovered the reason for the Bermuda Triangle and what it does. And I went to it and I was like, okay, that's bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So they're, they're blaming it on, on this wave. And I can't remember what it's called. And I just got an EMF spike out of nowhere. Uh, let's see here. Weird. Um, it's distortion Earth's magnetic field. Um, so that's that the that sounds like the South Atlantic anomaly. Uh, but they're talking about. Oh shit! Yeah. The, that's the Bermuda Triangle of space. <laughs> yes. we're not talking about that one tonight. No, they're not talking about. It. We could. I I did research on that. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, what a great picture! Oh, what did I just do? Actually, <laughs> hit a wrong button and minimized everything there for a second. Okay, all right. There right. we go. Whoa, that was weird. Also, I'm having I'm having an anomaly. But yeah, they they <laughs> they said they they blamed it on some kind of wave, and it's a wave that happens when, um, you know, remember the movie Perfect Storm? Yes. Right. Yeah. So these storms like merged on each other. Yeah. And then it caused these huge swells. Right. This, yeah. Right. That's what they're saying is the reason why these ships. Are have crashed or sunk or disappeared? What about the because airplanes? <laughs> that's what I said. Because they were like, "Oh, we, we explained this and blah blah." It's this wave, and it can be like thirty meters high, and it can just break a ship in half. And I was like, "Okay, well, what about the planes?" <laughs> yeah, what about what about what about the planes? What about, you know? What about the rest of stuff? Okay, that might explain the ships a little bit. I feel pretty good actually. Um. But yeah, it was. I was just kind of like, okay, I I can't say that exactly. Um, that doesn't actually explain everything. Yeah. No, I I can't say it explains everything. I guess it explains some of the ships I going guess through it, I or a low flying answers, aircraft. Yeah, it answers a question maybe. Um. Oh, 
9,096 incidents are part of a just an experimental data pool. 361 of them which fall in the triangle. So the triangle runs from Miami to Bermuda to San Juan, Puerto Rico. There you go. <laughs> He's getting a hair. <laughs> Not in space. <laughs> Not in space. So yeah, I put the picture up on the screen. Oh, yeah, nice. That's a that's a fucking big area, too. It is. It covers a big area. But, oddly enough, not the biggest triangle. Oddly enough, not the biggest triangle. <laughs> not the biggest triangle. That was, uh, that was really interesting. So, so uh, what? Okay, so out of the Bermuda Triangle, I mean, I know we're going to go into, like, all the stuff they talk about and everything. What is the most interesting thing that you find about the Bermuda Triangle? I, I think, wow, that's an interesting question. The most, the most interesting thing that that sounded like horror. Mm-hmm. Um, the most interesting thing about the Bermuda Triangle that I think is how the the fake and the real kind of blend together to where you don't know what's a real story and what's not. And what's not. Yeah. So, um, I mean, a lot of it is old wives' tales of, you know, stuff disappearing or whatever, and then actual ships have disappeared. But the the lore of the place is kind of a mix of of fantasy and reality. And I I find that interesting because you're like, okay, I can't, um, like one of the places that we we talked about, it's like, okay, it's hard to determine what's real and what's not. The first time we did Amityville is a prime prime example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we're like, okay, is this a hoax? Is it not? What's real and what's not? And that's what I get from the Bermuda Triangle is, oh, so did that stuff really happen or is it so is it like this or <laughs> where you're like whoa that's weird or is it more like this yeah that's which is more of a more of a fantasy it's like yeah. okay this can't possibly be right but i could see something like that for sure just like well that's going a, going take a, a shot that's just a downrush it's just a downdraft right yeah. um so the oh, Teresa says the Alaskan Triangle intrigues her the most. Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, that is on the that's, list. That's on the list, and that is the largest triangle on the on the list today. Dover, I agree with you, uh, Bill. Uh, I'm going to quit calling you Dover, Bill. I agree with you. Uh, how the hell does a whole squadron of fighters disappear? Or I'm going to go. I'm going to go one better. Or I'm going to go one deeper. How does one person out of one plane disappear? Yeah. Because there are stories of that. So, you know, you got a whole squadron of, of bombers going going through, and either just, like, one bomber disappears or one person disappears out of there. Yeah. Are we talking alien abduction? Are we talking um, interesting thought of time portal that he had a, a time portal yeah um 
this is another one. Fill out. <laughs> I I can I can totally buy that. I can, yeah. Um, and that we all know how those tail gunners. Are. That has a lot with the. With the Alaskan one, <laughs> with the Alaskan triangle, because yeah. there's a lot of drinking that happens in Alaska, yeah. I'm just going to say. There's two things to do know. in the snow, drink and fornicate. <laughs> yeah. You can't go outside. You so. can't go outside. I'm just, I'm just kind of skimming over just this um, research that this these people did. Uh, it's, it's just interesting on how do I feel? You got that too? I got that too. I feel okay. I'm okay. Dark. Mine just said dark. I don't feel dark. It's, uh, <clears throat> do they have, uh, I'm interesting. Do they have any pictures of like the weather patterns over the Bermuda Triangle to kind of Go with that theory of Ooh, that like just said sailor. Storm. That's interesting. Um, well, the the one picture that I showed you over the boat that was one from the triangle. <clears throat> oh, okay. And I guess I mean that's so that's an so this this was something. There. Yeah, this was actually taken and, in the triangle, or or a painting from a picture or something like that. Medicine. Oh. Uh Dude, that's a nasty cell surge right there. Storm surge. Yeah, I've and seen then, those here. And this is one. I'm going to bring this one up. This is uh, a plane that they found. Now, th- this is kind of ballsy to me. The Bermuda Triangle... <laughs> People yeah, go I mean, okay, you, you, yeah, you know this place is is the shit. It's gonna, but you're gonna go there anyway. It's like, I guess, I guess it's like skydiving. It's like you're gonna jump out of a perfectly good airplane. Uh, I, I've done that, so I can't. <laughs> you're um, like not, not me. me. I'm, no, not, not happening. I'm not doing that. No way. The only uh, I, yeah, I have this. You know, my dad has this bucket list item. He wants to do it. And I'm like, okay, Dad, if you do it, I'll go with you. Farther. Far, farther. I, I don't know if I'll go farther <laughs> than that, but I'll I'll do the tandem jump, and I'll just, you know, the guy that's behind me, I'm like, I'm going to cry. I just want to let you know I'm going to cry. I'm probably going to shit my pants. First time I went, I actually played, uh, you used to be able to bring your own music for the videos that they make, mm-hmm. and I brought uh, High Speed Dirt from Megadeth. And the, like, okay. and the people there have never heard the song. I was like, oh, go ahead and play it. And so they play it, and they're like, wait a minute. Is this a is this a song about a guy plummeting to his death? I said, you got it. <laughs> I was like, you can play it at my funeral, or we can just watch it at parties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I wish I still had that VHS. That's right. VHS. <laughs> VHS. When when movies came on a, a, a cassette real... tape like this, it was, yeah, you had to roll the, it with a pencil. Yeah, the new reel to reel, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. And if you put a magnet on it, it erased it. Oh yeah. Um, you could record over it though. Oh you could, yeah, you just you take that have, little knob out of there, make it recordable. Yeah, it was like I had, <laughs> I had over a thousand of Here movies that I recorded, because you know, 
uh, working working at the hotel, I was able to actually poach on the the pay movie channels <laughs> and and record them on my VHS. I think if we're past the statute of limitations on pirating, but um, I don't have those movies anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, I don't know. My, my VHS. My it's baby. a VHS, tape. Uh, yeah. You must be yeah. a young ghost. <laughs> yeah. or, or a really old ghost. Or a really to, old ghost, yeah, that's true. Where you don't know what VHS is. I either got a millennial um, or a baby boomer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sold for the Great Depression. Someone's here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't going to talk about the Bermuda Triangle too much because everybody kind of knows oh, um, yeah, about yeah, the yeah. Bermuda Triangle. So, um, so, yeah, I didn't do a whole lot of research on that. Okay. Well, I can't um, blame you there. I mean, everybody kind of knows what happens there. I think I think you're right, though. It's it's hard to distinguish between a story and what's actually happened there. Yeah. Because um, one, <clears throat> if the whole squadron disappears, like Bill was saying, you would. Uh, uh, who the hell's going to tell that story? Except for the simple fact that they went off the radar and they are no longer there. Yeah, they're they're gone, and yeah. we can't find the wreckage. And Cheryl, uh, but I, I see Teresa, she was talking about how she heard the squadron could have ended up on some island, which is very, could very well do? have happened because there's still islands out, out there that's, that we have never even gone to. Yeah, um, that's very uh, Amelia Earhart. <laughs> yes, that is very Amelia. Yeah, what the hell happened to her? You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really weird. This was a. Gosh, I don't know how long ago this was. Probably, I don't know, probably four or five years ago. Um, I ran into a picture uh, where they say it's Amelia Earhart. And that she was actually captured by the Japanese. Really? And put in a POW camp on some remote island. Um, And she lived out her days there. And there was like a picture... Who they, they say? I mean, I'm like, it looks like a blob on the screen. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. That's a million but yeah, I could tell. I could tell there were Japanese soldiers, and then there was a woman. You know, it would what seemed like curly hair, but there was. I couldn't tell it was Amelia Earhart, but they suspect that Amelia Earhart no. was. You know, that she landed on an island and she was captured by the Japanese. So she never did what she. So she never did. Do. She never finished the trip. Oh yeah, she wasn't supposed to land. She was just supposed to fly all the way around. Right. <clears throat> and she went the wrong way. She went with the rotation of the earth and instead of against the rotation of the earth. It would have made it a whole lot shorter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Makes it a lot easier if you go like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then, like, dang it, I'm trying to, and I'm not able to get Around the goddamn. <laughs> Do a show yeah. on the missing 411. Could we do just a show on the missing 411? Maybe. We might be able. I don't know if we'd be able to do a whole show, but we could probably do a segment of a show on the 411. No, yeah, maybe we. Combine it with a couple other ones. How about Laserdisc? <laughs> We're going to watch this movie. Frisbee. We're going to throw a Frisbee at the... 
I've never researched into the 411, to be honest with you. Yeah, I haven't done a lot of research on that either. You're going to look it up? Because I'm looking it up. Yeah, I'm pulling it up right now. There's a movie about it. There's a YouTube about it. (laughs) There's an official trailer. Okay, National Park. Let's take a look at this. Oh, yeah, it's a documentary. It's a documentary that chronicles um, similar disappearances of five children in the wilds of North America across multiple decades. Sex trafficking has been... No, I live here. I'm not leaving here. Dang, Ghost Tube's giving me sass tonight. What did you say, Fred? Oh, friend. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'll be your friend. Dead. Am I dead? Yeah, if you're talking to me on here, more than likely. Yeah, um, that's, I'd say that's a pretty good guess. Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> oh. I guess the uh, yeah. question that I have... It's um, yeah, it's... Get yeah, it seems... It's missing. pretty insane. That's interesting. I, I'm going to have to look into that there, uh, Bill. I'm going to... I've never really looked bribed. into the like the paranormal aspect or anything like that of 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 missing children just because how horrible the world is nowadays. Um yeah, but I like I, I can't say I don't like the the fact of where they all occur like national parks or reserves I don't, or I don't all know how they vanished. Um. Yeah, that's a. I'm just saying. Yeah, if we yeah, I'll have to take a have look a, at maybe a, a couple more things like it. I think we could do a show on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm gonna take a look at that. I mean, we could talk yeah. about you know the thousands upon thousands of missing Native people that have gone missing and no one's there. ever researched either. So. <laughs> yeah. All of National Fort is Bigfoot, man, and nobody fucking wants to fucking say it. Who is he? <laughs> I'm gonna say it. Bigfoot. That's who he is. Is Bigfoot? It's Bigfoot. <laughs> How do you think they're able to carry on the species? They kidnap humans and they procreate. get them pregnant. They procreate. <laughs> but. No traces. Hey, yeah, that... to keep a straight face. Um, but, but no, I mean, and you know, Bill, I gotta, you know, I gotta agree with you there because I, I live near a national forest. Yeah. Oh, shit. so I'm. Yeah, I got like four so of them here. I'm, I'm right. I'm. Yeah. I could. I could throw a rock and right. hit the. No, I'm not leaving you alone. You leave me alone. Um, um, I could throw a rock and hit the national forest from where I'm at. <laughs> so, um, my. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I said four for some reason. I don't know why. But oh well. So, <clears throat> Bermuda Triangle, I mean, we've all know about this place. We know it traces back to what? Before the World War of people going missing? Oh, yeah. 
it goes ships back. going crazy. Um, I heard actually a weird one. It was how uh, uh, they the Bermuda Triangle is how Columbus got lost. Oh yeah, I heard a theory about that. Holly, hey, how's yes. it going? <clears throat> and Nicholas, Holly's on. But yeah, I've 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 heard theories about that. That's how I ended up finding the Americas, and I don't like saying discovering Americas because you know people were already here. Austin. <laughs> oh well, that's interesting. So it's it says the earliest suggestion of unusual disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle appeared in a September seventeenth, nineteen fifty article published in the Miami Herald by Edward Van Winkle Jones. Two years later, Fate magazine published Sea Mystery at Our Back Door, a short article by George Sand covering the loss of several planes and ships, including the loss of Flight 19, a group of five U.S. Navy gunmen, TBM Avenger torpedo bombers on a training mission. I think that's what um, Will and Teresa were talking about. Um, Sand's article was the first to lay out the now familiar triangle area where the losses took place, as well as the first to suggest a supernatural element to the Flight 19 incident. Hmm. Um, But, I mean, that was when it was first mentioned, but there are reports of ships and planes and stuff disappearing way before that. That's funny. Sorry. Bill said, uh, maybe they're trying to breed out their sloping foreheads. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, or the, you know, the massive body hair, but I still have that. So, um, so, you know, I'm the second generation to walk upright. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why you don't live in the cold. <laughs> I prefer it. I prefer the cold, bro. When it's hot here, man, I hate it. Uh, yes, I, the Bermuda Triangle. I've always been fascinated about that place, mm-hmm. but I was really astonished on how many other triangles there are on this freaking planet. I, I, I just didn't. I wasn't expecting it to be honest with yeah. you. Dead. Yes, I already told you you're dead. Uh, we, 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 we established that. <laughs> So the Bermuda Triangle, as an anomaly, I don't, I'm not going to rate this on like on the haunted scale or anything like that. But as an anomaly, how would you rate this? I mean, would you rate? You have the uh, what the the anomaly factor and and the danger factor of the anomaly. Um. Parabolas. Would you, how would well, you, how would you rate that? Yeah, reports going back to 1492. Flames falling into the sea, which is really weird because nobody was 14, flying at uh, that point in no. time. How is there flames yeah. falling well, into in the sea? Well, in 1492, that's when Columbus. <laughs> that's when Columbus came. That's when I was t- sailed the ocean blue. Yeah, and like yeah, I said, there was like a ingrained into my head from from um, elementary school. But that's uh, there's a theory about that's how he got lost and ended up at Plymouth Rock, and and not. The Indies. Yeah. 
Which is really weird because that triangle does not go anywhere near the Indies. <laughs> no, it's it's. So as as anomaly, how how would you rate the Bermuda Triangle? Considering, I mean, it's probably the I, most I, famous. I, yeah, it's definitely the most famous. Heaven. Okay, that's interesting. One. Um, the big. Mary Celeste, that's that big cargo ship that disappeared, isn't it? That sounds right. Mary Celeste, that's what he said. Yeah, I tried to change that. I think I think Erica was pointing out that when you when you put the share on there, that you typed instead of paranormal discussion over drinks, you typed in parabola. Did I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking about I went, parabolas I went today. To try to, uh, <laughs> welcome to the, the parabola, parabola discussion, discussion of an of anomaly, <laughs> weird shit happening. Anomaly, me, weird shit. Well, you know, I mean, with these anomalies, we might be talking about parabolas. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the math equation? That's I guess we can work that question. out. <laughs> right. Uh, Welcome to our preliminary, our our ghost talk about anomaly. I hate this damn show. Anomaly. And I got my hat. <laughs> Drinking tea tonight. So I I have tea in my in my yin yang cup, um, but I also have my sing tao. Sing tao. And I, I'm out. I got to go get more. But we'll do that at the at the break. So. Bermuda, the Bermuda Tower. Bermuda, the Bermuda. Y'all know, fuck me up. We didn't drink before the show started. Y'all know, fuck me up. The Bermuda, the Bermuda, the Bermuda Triangle. The Bermuda Triangle as an anomaly. As an anomaly. I mean, I think, I think it's the gold standard. Of anomalies for, or for, for triangles? Of anomalies. I mean, that's what you, we have to base it on, right? Okay, so... Um, so if we're going... Are you worried? My, my phone's worried. Um, <clears throat> so... The... the in, And I'm, I'm kind of going by diversity, like the things that are reported. Okay. You know, ships, ships missing, ships sinking, planes missing, planes crashing... Um, people disappearing, UFO sightings, lots of UFO um, sightings, lots of UFO sightings, um, unusual storm patterns. Uh, there's no magnetic north when you're in the triangle. No, that's isn't. another thing. So it's all we. Um, I, I think I'm. I think I'm going to go seventy <clears throat> for as, for the anomalous, anomalous reading. Anomalous yeah. reading. For the, for the anomalous... <laughs> we got a new category, anomalous reading. <laughs> anomalous. The anomalous. <laughs> 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 
I'm going to be doing that all night. Anomalous reading. There's something that aluminum, 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 aluminum. I need, I clearly need more beer. Um, this is only number one. <laughs> no, I've only finished one beer. Um, we're in rare form tonight. I think. Um, maybe because we're. I, I, I know I was down. jazzed with the with the, the first show, oh, so yeah. I'm I'm already kind of bracelet. You know, bracelet. I have no. I have none. No bracelet. I have none. <laughs> If I did, it would be a life alert bracelet that said stupid motherfucker on it. <laughs> <laughs> life alert. <laughs> the M&M triangle is not a thing. <laughs> no. Uh, but you might lose yourself. So you say 70 on the anomaly. I'm going to say level. a 70 on, on the anomaly. Just the diverse, you know, the different things. Um, that that's happening there. That's reported, and part of that is because I don't know what's real and what's fake. Uh, yeah. So I'm, okay, I'm, I'll, I'll uh, go with I'll agree with the seventy. Now, of course, these anomalies. There's also a danger level. There's a danger level, and I, I think that I think the danger level is real here. I think it's real. I I, I think you know, regardless of what it is. It's weird though because you I, don't hear if, too if much I, of stuff If I was in this there. area, I, I would I would avoid this triangle. But people go <laughs> fishing in there all the time. You got yeah. dudes diving and seeing planes <clears throat> and ships. Yeah, people scuba diving. It's it's a shipping lane, so you got shit going through there all the time. You got planes flying out of Miami yeah, going over it. Who decides that? They're like, well, five hundred ships have gone missing, but we really got to get this cargo here, so. Fuck it. We're going to go through. We're just going to go through. We're not going to go around. <laughs> Fuck that. Round. No. Why, why go around and waste another week? We're we're just going to go through. Oh, crap. We sank. Now what? Yeah. <laughs> bloop, um, bloop, bloop. <laughs> bloop. Bloop. <laughs> well, that was pretty anonymous. That was pretty. That was pretty anonymous. I mean, anomalous. Um, but <laughs> the... I think but yeah, the so I, level I, is real. I, I, so what do you what are you thinking for danger level? I think I think this place you have to have concern, right? Yeah, about going this, in here. This would be you know like okay, I won't I won't open an umbrella indoors, and I won't if I can help it, I won't go in the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> yeah, bad thing is Disney World's part of it. <laughs> and I'm and I'm saying that knowing that I'm actually in a triangle. Yeah. Um Yeah, I think I think you have to relate your 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 I I'd go with 80? Yeah, I'm I'm at an 80 too. An 80? I think you have to, right? I mean, enough ships and planes have disappeared or crashed in the last, you know. I th- I do find it fascinating that you don't hear years. reports about it too much anymore. Do you really think yeah, that the average? And I, and I think part of that is because the 
the honeymoon phase is over with the Bermuda Triangle. Everybody knows. So if something was missing in the Bermuda Triangle, it's like, oh, well, it's your own damn fault. <clears throat> yeah, so Dover, Mr. Bill says, do you really think the average number of missing aircraft and ships are any higher in this triangle, or is it, like you said, just because the traffic volume? Well, that's that, a very good question. That is a really good question. It is a that's main, a really good question. Main, uh, I, I think the the ratio of traffic versus accidents is probably... Well, that was the thing I was looking at um, when I was talking about that study that they did with those 9,000 incidents. Um, false. They actually had a graph there. Um, <clears throat> Your phone said false, I think. <laughs> It did say false. Evidently, the that that it was apparently false. that reports false because the internet I'll, never lies. I'll right? just quit talking about it now. <laughs> <laughs> I guess no. I'm going to shut the fuck up because my phone said I'm false. Uh, they did say uh, they actually had graphs on there going from like everywhere else and there, and everywhere else, you know, they have like uh, mechanical failures, all that great stuff, <clears throat> and then they had the Bermuda Triangle. Separated, mm-hmm. and what I found was interesting is everywhere else in the world, the Bermuda Triangle equaled everywhere else in the world. And I find that interesting, and I don't know if that is because yep. it's a main shipping lane, a main or or a flight pattern lane, whatever you want to call them. <clears throat> I don't think they're called flight pattern lanes. I, I don't know. I'm I'm not an air traffic controller, uh, but <clears throat> I think it's just called flight pattern. Flight path. Flight paths. Flight path. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but you, off, you go that way. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they <clears throat> that one specific area equaled everywhere else. Everywhere else combined. Combined. Yeah. And I found that interesting. And I don't know if yeah. it's just due to the sheer volume that goes through there. I don't think they're have I, I as think much. That's part of it. But I mean, it, San Francisco know, is a huge shipping lane. They Richard, don't have yeah, nearly San Francisco as much. has a huge, yeah. And um, it's rituals. New York has a huge shipping lane. Yeah. And um, shoot, Charleston, South Charleston, Carolina has a huge shipping yeah. lane. Um, so and they Portland, don't have Oregon. near as many. I mean, Oregon reports. has a huge shipping lane. Uh, Seattle yeah, has a huge it, shipping lane, but they don't nearly have as many instances up in that. Yeah, way. San Diego. They're. I mean, they're all. Um. So they don't have near as much. So I think, I think part of it is the volume, but I think <sighs> it's more the anomaly. The I I, I the, I'd have to put more vortex. I'd have to put more. Yeah, more on the anomaly than it because all other in the world. I mean, come on. <laughs> Come on! It, it equals it equals every other place combined, combined <laughs> in one <Yeah>. spot. <laughs> and I, I found that part interesting. So, uh, I mean, with that in mind, do you are you still at eighty for danger level? Shit, thinking about How? that, it might actually. I might throw it up at ninety to tell you the truth. I mean, this place equals the rest if, of the world. If in this, one spot. if this is equal to everything else added together, yeah. That's what five thousand miles equals everywhere else in the world. Yeah, square miles. So I'm I might I might be <clears throat> ninety ninety five maybe even maybe even full. You know, as far as the triangles go, probably the most dangerous. So you think you would go I'm, I'm, all the way up I'm to a prob- hundred on this? I'm uh, I'm I might, but I'm I'm still kind of like yeah, I might go at ninety. 
I'm, you know, I'm <clears throat> just, just because, you know, there's what, considering how many ships and planes go through. Um, just think maybe, of the cruise uh, ships. There's that maybe, go a, there. <laughs> maybe a, maybe a, maybe a 0.1% chance that something's going to happen to you. Yeah. 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 So one, maybe one out of a thousand or one out of 10,000 ships is going to sink or one out of every 10,000 planes is going to disappear. Still, that's, you know, that's better than being struck by lightning. Yeah. And I've already been struck by lightning. So (laughs) I'm not going to the Bermuda Triangle. Fuck that. (laughs) Uh, Something going on there. Then, then other. I think he means other than. Why did you put the comma there? (laughs) Fucks me up, Dover. Other than something going on there, then the increased traffic would equal more incidences. I I agree with that statement. Okay, I was just having a hard time reading that statement (laughs) because you know, asylum. So you know, if there's, uh, yeah, I mean, if there's a. Let's let's say there's a maelstrom in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle that we haven't seen. Um, and for those of you who don't know, maelstrom is like a big hole in the ocean. Yeah. That just raw. And in Pirates of the Caribbean, it has teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and it eats. Um, <clears throat> if there's something like that, then yeah, the you know more ships and stuff that pass through it, the more things are going to fall into it. And yeah, um, you you increase. Yeah, I agree yeah, with that. Increase the, more, the traffic. The more, you increase the incidence. the increased traffic increases the <clears throat> the, the instances because yeah, if you're I if your maelstrom or your triangles off the coast of Greenland, then you're you're not yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, maybe a hundred or so ships have disappeared, and you probably aren't going to talk about it. Oh, you <clears> might <throat> talk about it because per capita, that's a lot. That's well, yeah, in comparison. But if you're like, oh, compared to the Bermuda Triangle, wow, crap. Yeah. Like I said, so, the ratio is excuse me. You know, still more there's more sea traffic and air traffic going across the Atlantic from that spot than than anywhere else. So but you but want, I, I you still st- think you still think we should rate Holy crap, I'm burpy tonight. I'm sorry. <laughs> you still Are you still think we another, need to increase the digital? It, you I, say I think so. You full bore, bam, hundred. If if this if this is equal to everything else combined, yeah, then it's yeah. it's gotta be the most dangerous, All right? Right. Okay, I, I go with you there. And and, um, and and to think about that, so so think about that saying. Yeah. Equal to everything else combined. Yeah. And we still got, what, six other we triangles six we want to talk about. We, yeah, we still got six I mean, you can combine all those places and still not have an, as many incidences as you do in the Bermuda Triangle. Uh-huh. I get what you're putting down. A hundred it is. <laughs> <laughs> So that said, what is the next triangle you want to talk about? Uh, well, that's interesting. Do you want to talk about the one that's fucking with you? Or do you want to talk about... We, yeah, we uh, could talk about... We could talk about mine. 
the, uh, I know. What you're I was thinking of that or Alaska because where you mentioned Alaska. Yeah, yeah, let's go Alaska. Let's do the Alaska Triangle because I'm a big fan of Alaska. Where are you? Do not. Okay, Do not. we're not going to talk about Alaska. We're not going to talk about the Alaska Triangle. <laughs> we're not talking about the Alaskan Triangle. Yeah, because the Alaska Triangle oh, wow, is that, the largest triangle. That by... goes all the way down. Is that going all the way down into Washington? I have pictures. He's <laughs> like, I have pictures. I have pictures. <clears throat> so let's bring up some stuff. I I wish I am going to keep recording. Thank you. I mean, I wish I had some some actual paranormal pictures of of the Alaska. Holy Triangle, but I couldn't. shit! Oh, sorry. I'm just reading something. <laughs> <clears throat> so it actually doesn't go into Washington, but Pretty it goes into close. Canada for sure, into the Yukon Territory. It looks like it's right there at Vancouver, Canada, which is just north of Vancouver, uh, north of freaking Washington. Hold on, let me pull this up. I don't think it quite reaches that, it's, but it is, it does cover the largest region of any triangle. Okay, so the Alaskan Triangle and air between. Ooh, oh, okay. shit! I gotta say that. Anchorage and Juno. Okay. So between the areas, mine was a little simpler. Anchorage and Juno. I don't know what you were saying, but mine says Barrow. So mine spans between Barrow, Anchorage, and Juno. What's so the last this triangle? triangle? Anchorage, Juno, and hot. <laughs> <laughs> How the hell do you say that name? I don't know what that name is. U T Q I A. G V I K. Oh, fuck! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? You, 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 quick! You, you, quickie! I don't know. Quick, quick, I'm still working on anomaly. Um, so it says this triangle may be the single largest, um, except for the Dragon's Triangle, which is in Japan, but. Um, you know, it seems that this kind of changes in size as as you move uh, in through history. It covers much of the frontier state's eastern half, spanning between Barrow, Anchorage, and Juneau. According to official sources, the rate of people who go missing in Alaska is about four oh. in every 1,000. About twice the national average. In 2007 alone, 2,833 people were reported missing. Above. Keep in mind, our guess may be above that. Or keep in mind, this is a state with a total population <laughs> smaller than the entire city of San Francisco. Coffin. Coffin. <laughs> this thing is this triangle is huge. It's huge. Um. So perhaps the most famous disappearance to occur in the triangle was none other than U.S. House Majority Leader Hale Boggs. Boggs was in Alaska campaigning on behalf of fellow Democratic Representative Nick Begich. 
Um, the two were on a flight from Anchorage to Juneau alongside Begich's aide, Russell Brown, and pilot Don Johns on yeah, October 6, 1972, when the plane seemingly vanished into thin air. The search involved 400 aircraft and numerous boats covering 32,000 square miles. But it was all for naught. No trace of the plane or its occupants were ever found. 39 days they searched. Psychic. 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 Uh, (laughs) Um, So naturally, supernatural portals and UFOs have been blamed. One Japanese pilot on a trip from Iceland to Anchorage claims to have seen a cl- had a close encounter with a group of three UFOs over Alaskan airspace in 1986. Oh, wow. He described one of them as being twice the size of an aircraft carrier and that the two smaller ones zipped in front of his plane at very close range. Air traffic controllers on the ground even caught the airships on their radar. I'll help you in a minute. Wow. The pilot reported seeing the craft speed up and slow down suddenly and even disappear and reappear as he took evasive maneuvers to try to shake them off. They trailed him for 32 minutes, over 400 miles, by flying, before they finally lost interest and vanished for the last time. Wow. I wonder if... Wow. I wonder if that's going to be part of the release coming up in January. Everything about that. That yeah, with the UFO stuff. Yeah, that'd be kind of that'd be kind of neat. So in 1950, one of the nation's largest disappearance of military aircraft and personnel occurred in that region. A C-54 Skymaster, carrying an eight-man crew and 36 passenger, passengers, left Anchorage at 1 p.m. On January 26th, the airline made a routine radio check, and two hours later, as it flew over a small town in Yukon, it was the last communication anyone ever received from the flight. A search effort was mounted incorporating U.S. and Canadian planes, aided by thousands of volunteers on foot, but nothing was ever found of the C-54. That's That's a a big-ass plane. That's a big-ass plane. To be just disappearing. Yeah. So here's something that really that really caught my eye. <clears throat> Some theories have pointed to the Kushtaka as the culprit for the high vanishing rate. This demonic entity from indigenous <laughs> Tinglet folklore is a shape-shifting half-man, half-otter type creature that lures people into the wilderness by imitating women and children calling for help. It then captures the lost person's soul <laughs> and steals it away to his own realm. Ultimately tearing them apart. And yes. Turn- <laughs> and turning them into other Kushtaka. Yes. Wow. Other times the creature will turn victims into, yeah, into Kushtaka themselves. This is sometimes done because the Kushtaka is trying to save the person from drowning or freezing to death. This gives them the power to shapeshift and perform Jedi mind tricks on humans. (laughs) That's kind of funny. Um, These are not the droids you are looking for. (laughs) Sorry. So, 
Um, there are many non-supernatural ways for a person to be lost and never found in eastern Alaska. Well, yeah. The triangle includes the Barrow Mountain Range, dense forests, hidden caves, massive glaciers with deep crevices, and lots of untamed wildlife. Heavy snowfall and avalanches can bury a body very quickly in the wintertime, and it can be very easy to stumble into one of the three million lakes within Alaska's borders and drown. With all these dangers lurking about, it's probably no wonder so many people have gone missing in the state. Interesting fact, uh, the Travel Channel does have a show called The Alaskan Triangle where it actually delves into the theories of, of everything that's happening and eyewitness reports and all that good stuff. And season two is starting soon. <laughs> I didn't even know about that, but now I'm going to have to watch it because it's on the travel channel, but it's also on discovery plus just got to throw that out there for everybody. If they want to watch it. Uh, cause I just so, saw yeah, that. I, thought that was it. I thought that was it. Interesting. Uh, Tingit tribe to blame an evil creature called Kushtakara. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that's trying. what we were talking about. Yeah. Num num. <laughs> num num. Num num. <laughs> that's num num. That reminds me of who the hell gets fucking <laughs> taken over by an otter. <laughs> I know, half man, half otter. Oh, it's like, it's dude. so cute. <laughs> it's so... <laughs> Somebody's calling for help. Oh, look, it's a little otter. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a killer bunny or something. Dude, I think it's over twice the national average. Okay, so I'm gonna, I have to say this because people listening to the show can't hear it. So people disappear at twice the national average, but it's ten times as dangerous as the rest of the nation. With the exception of Chicago. <laughs> and we just recently talked about the paranormal activity in Chicago. Uh, I don't think he's talking about the paranormal activity in Chicago. <laughs> no, probably not. So, I think that I was just reading that, and I think they said it's four times the national average now. Let me pull this back up here. Wow, 16,000 people have vanished without a trace. That's just freaking crazy. Okay, all right. So, <clears throat> so, so it's comprised of vast boreal forests, barren tundra, icy peaks. In the past four decades, people have gone missing from the region at a rate of about four from every 1,000 individuals. Okay, there it is. Two times the national. Okay, so that four is what threw me off. Yeah, coordinator, four yeah. out of every thousand. Yeah, two times the twice national. The national. <clears throat> that's just that's just phenomenal, dude. That UFO story is freaking phenomenal. I can't wait for that to freaking come out and let us read all about that. Yeah, especially if air traffic control got it on radar. They saw it. And the dude was reporting it, and they saw it. They caught it on radar. Yeah, to actually and, uh, catch it on radar of this poor Japanese guy flying his plane. <laughs> no, go away. Ah! <laughs> that, yeah, was, uh, and that was 19, what, 86? 86. 
I mean, I'm like, that that's not even that long ago. But then I realized that was a long time ago. It's <laughs> pretty long ago, bro. Shh. We're not that old. <laughs> it's 26 years. No, it's even longer than that. Shit. It's 30, 36 years. <laughs> Uh, I wish it was 26 years. Now I feel like shit. Yeah, 1986. 30, I was 36. nine. Well, <laughs> I, I was 16. And I was like, yeah, which is I interesting. Was, you were 16, and I, I thought you were living in Washington at that time, weren't you? I was living in Washington until 1984. I, I okay, 86. By the, okay, 86. You were back. Okay, yeah. 80, 86. I was in Stockton. <laughs> Stockton. Yep. Wish it was twenty six. Actually, no. I moved here. I moved to Three Rivers in in eighty six. Oh shit! Wish it was um, twenty six. That's funny. And then and then I moved back to Stockton in eighty eight. <laughs> that's that's just crazy. That's this isn't this, this this. I know, right? This wish is it was twenty six. Yeah, wish it was twenty six, not thirty six years ago. <laughs> not thirty six. Oh. Uh, yeah, take ten years off me. I'd be happy. <laughs> amazing. amazing. That's right. That would be amazing. <laughs> Alaska. I mean, Alaska in itself is just a freaking. It's a. It's. It's. It's beautiful. I mean, I. I've been there. It. Yeah, I was there with my brother. I was there fishing. Hmm. I went on a fishing trip. Yeah, yeah, I went. I went on a fishing trip. Um, so my, my brother was living in Juneau and so I went to see him for my wife's and my anniversary. We went up there <laughs> and took a here. Uh, <laughs> the last is you can stop and take a leak and wake up in purgatory. <laughs> This don't look like the bush I was peeing on. <laughs> Damn polar bear. <laughs> polar bear fell on me. Polar bear fell uh, on me. <laughs> polar bear fell on me. But but yeah, I went went fishing up there and it, I mean it's as beautiful it looks like a painting. When you look at the the ridges and it just just amazing. Yeah, that you know, it's and, funny. It's like I never thought about Alaska <clears throat> too much mm-hmm. until the fourth kind came out. I honestly, I, I like, I was like, huh? And then I started really looking into Alaska, and I was like, whoa! And then, I mean, you you do your research on the fourth kind and find out that it's pretty much all found footage movie. Uh, <clears throat> it's Blair Witch Project, but <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. It's all it's all fake. <clears throat> but the the basis in the disappearances is is fact. It is fact, yes. And yeah. I, that's what I find interesting about. It. They just made a alien movie about it. Yeah, they just made oh, let's make an alien abduction movie. And it I I don't know if that's too far from the truth considering the UFO sightings and things like that up oh, there. Dude. It's like but like number two you know they in also the say, um, I, I just I loved it when because I, I read up on that after the fourth kind and they said the FBI spent months researching this all the disappearances and stuff yeah. 
And they basically came to the conclusion that people are getting drunk and just falling into the water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and drowning. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly it. I remember hearing that too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's that's hilarious. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Because, you know, just, just being up there for that short time. And it was again, in the summertime. But then again, it's the federal government, and they want us to believe everything in the sky is weather balloons. So, you know. Exactly. Or, you know. All right, so swamp I'm, gas, yeah, swamp gas. So, so let, let's so let's swamp this ass, one. not swamp gas. Swamp, swamp ass. <laughs> so, as anomaly, anomalous, anomalous. The anomalous that's the word. Reading. That's the word you created. Anomalous. <laughs> not, 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 not my drug version of anomalous. Anomalous reading. How would you rate this place? As as an anomaly, a triangle, an acute anomaly, an acute, an acute, tri- an isosceles triangle. Or, um, so this this acute triangle <clears throat> is, I I actually think, I you know the demonic element is interesting. That is interesting with with, with the indigenous people, and I yeah. think that kind of. That kind of that, raises the anomalous. That brings me. me to the Skinwalkers, yeah, just up yeah. north. Um, yeah, and that 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 bugs me a little bit. So I I would I'd probably increase what I was originally thinking about this place. Yeah. Um. I just is it higher than seventy? Do you think it's higher yeah. than seventy? I think it's higher than seventy. But I don't. I won't go above eighty. So I think I'm. I'll say seventy-five. Yeah, I like a seventy-five. I can't because yeah. it's got it's got the UFO aspect. Of course, you got the Bigfoot aspect up there. Um, you got the demonic aspect up there. Yeah, well. I, I, I agree with you there, Bill. Nature I than anything else. I I think that has to do with. Well, we talked about the, that. It's before. the harsh. It's the harsh. The land. It's the the environment. That's more of a danger, I think, but um, but it's still a dangerous place. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I think seventy five for the anomalous reading of the place. You know, I I was gonna have this place a little low on the danger level, <clears throat> just because like what uh, Bill was, Dover was saying there. Mm. Um, but. <clears throat> I think it's higher than than what I was originally thinking because of the indigenous because of the environmental and not just well I I try to because keep the because of the demon because the indigenous <laughs> yeah because of what the indigenous people believe there and you know stories are always you know the the stories that the indigenous talk about they're all based on some sort of truth. Yeah, and whether or not there's a real demon up there killing people and turning them into otters, <laughs> I'm gonna watch the show. I'm gonna break That's up the how clan. they know how to use tools. Yeah, <laughs> they were people once. Uh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I definitely need more beer. <laughs> uh, but I, 
I mean, it could just be like, you know, a bear, a Kodiak or something ripping people to shreds or, or still, a fucking it, rabbit still, otter. Dangerous. <laughs> but, yeah. but what they believe in are based off, off of truths and, and they, yeah. the stories and everything like that. And then to the, the alien. The UFO con- sighting was the, the UFO sighting. I don't want to say alien because it's just, we don't know if it was alien. It could have just been the federal government fucking with the Japanese dude. Um. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. It could have been Shield. It said twice the size of an aircraft carrier. Yeah. It could have been Shield. Could have been Shield. Been, Nick Fury coming down. Let's mess with this dude. <laughs> Let's fuck with this guy. Um, yeah. So it has Iron Man and War Machine <laughs> no flying around this dude. <laughs> shoo, shoo. And all right, we can go. We'll we'll go. We're done messing with him. Um. But I, I think my danger level rose because of those things, and I I, I would put it at seventy five. Okay, what, I was I was sixty five. Sixty five. Well, Here, I was right in the middle. I was sixty five. We'll put it right. At, we'll put it at seventy. Put it we'll at give 70. it a seventy. Go right in the middle there. <clears throat> Bam! Right at seventy. Yeah. Okay, we got one, two, three, five places to keep talking about. The size of that triangle is a creep factor for me. Larger scale area to search if someone went missing in that area. I won't be traveling there. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> I completely agree with the. I'm not. You know, besides the fact that it's Siberia up there, I'm gonna freeze my ass off, and it's dark, or it's light all day, all or it's yeah. dark all day. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I've seen thirty days that a was, night. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I, yeah, me too. <laughs> Fuck that. I, mm, I'm not going. And the vampires living? No way. Mm. Oh yeah. And I think it was Barrow, Alaska, yeah. where, where the vampires were. <laughs> I think so. Too. At the top of that fucking triangle. Um, uh, I don't. It was. It was weird when I when I was up there. Even when I was up there in the summer, it never fully got dark. The sun never no, completely set. No, no, no. It was. It went down and just kind of hovered on the sur- horizon, and then it came yep. back up. And I was like. Dude, I can't sleep. I know what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so but, um, we got five more to talk about. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. The wind will more blow beer. your skinny ass away with the acorns. <laughs> hey. I know he's talking about Teresa. <laughs> I was going to say, because there is nothing there skinny about skinny. this ass. There is nothing. Mm-mm. Poisoned. Poison. I think I lose weight on camera. <laughs> now the camera adds ten pounds, but I'm going to add yours to mine. <laughs> oh, let's take All right, a let's quick take break. let's take a break. We'll come back and hit the next one. Yeah.
Where are we? Oh, damn. I hit the wrong button. <laughs> Sorry about the silence, folks. Teresa, yes, Bill is talking shit. <laughs> I thought I thought she said you taking a shit, Bill, <laughs> and I was like, I don't think no, we have time to wait for Bill there. to come back. No, it's talking. You're right. There's no there. Oh my god. Oh. Maybe. <laughs> my phone says maybe. Mine says real. <laughs> I, I switched over back over to the Oculus. It's less scary and. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. If I if I have it on the Vox on mine because I'm not in the board, I can't hear it really over the headphones, so I can't really tell what it's saying. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, I just I just soon go with the Ovulus until I have my well, own board. That, my friend, is going to be fixed probably by Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to that. You got the tracking number, right? So you can track it yes. if you want to? Okay. Yep. 
Got the tracking number. Yeah, that's going to be fun. So, uh, shit, what do we want to talk about now? Well, we can talk about the the one that, where I'm at. You want to go to Nev- the, the... The Nevada Triangle? Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Banquets are uh, uh, gassy tonight. Demon. Who? And then who? It's all demon. Who? who? <laughs> I am not a demon, damn it. <laughs> uh, you know, it's interesting about the Nevada Triangle because of the ranges. Trapped. Why are you here? Trapped and why are you here? I'm, I live here. Dig. <laughs> I'm not digging. No. Dig. <laughs> Don't make me dig. Oh, wow. No, let me do that. Let's see if I can do that. Hmm. You did let me do that. We've so, been trying to reach you about your extended warranty. <laughs> yeah, I was just looking at that. Where I it actually stretches. Yeah, so <clears throat> it goes from Fresno to Reno to Las Vegas. Yeah. And there's this little spot right here. There's this there's this little spot <laughs> on that on that line between Fresno and Vegas. <laughs> and that's that's Dave. that's Dave's house right there. Oh, do you remember when you had that earthquake? Yeah, I I get several earthquakes. Yeah, but every that, year. the big one that hit close to you that they actually mm-hmm. felt in freaking like Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was in between me and Vegas. It yeah. happened like right in between us. Yeah. And it was like 6.4 or yeah, something like, like that. It was a good size one. It was a good size one. It was, I'm sitting there going, and the house like, <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, nice. <laughs> I, I, had, I, had one, I had one movie. I had one movie that broke. Really? You actually had a yeah, movie I, that broke? Did it actually knock I had a your movie. stuff off the... It, uh, yeah, it knocked stuff off the shelves and actually right. actually broke one case. Didn't break the movie, but it broke the case. Did you replace it already? Oh yeah, I have <laughs> I have empty, I have empty cases in my storage room just for such an incident. <laughs> I have empty cases. I have empty cases. I have, oh, you know, I have awesome. I have like like one or two hundred Blu-ray cases oh, that just sitting Lord. sitting there in storage. Um. So, and mainly because I, what I did was I bought a bunch of, I live here. That's why I'm here. I, I bought thing, a bunch yeah. of, I, I bought a bunch of doubles. <clears throat> so the Blu-ray cases that are, that have two, that you can put two discs in. I bought a bunch of those because I took the, the DVD. If I have the DVD and the Blu-ray yeah. of a movie, yeah, I put them together in one case. Okay. That makes sense. Instead of, you know, if I don't have the Blu-ray DVD combo, I make it a combo. And that kind of saved me some space. So, so yeah, I bought like 100 of those and I did that to save space. And now I have 100 like blank cases. Just, just for, just in case something breaks and I, and I need it, I can use it. I, um, I don't blame you. That, that, that's a smart idea there. I, I don't know what to do if one of my cases broke. Oh, Nevada Triangle. Nevada, that's what we're talking about. So, um, 
This triangle is said to cover the area between Las Vegas, Fresno, and Reno. Certainly a lot of territory, including such diverse areas as the Great Basin Desert, the Sierra Nevada Mountain Range, three national parks, Yosemite, Sequoia, and Kings Canyon, and Area 51. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. It has Area 51 in there. Yeah. Could that explain why over 2,000 planes have either crashed or gone missing over the area in the last 70 years? 25,000 square miles of underpopulated areas. Yeah. And and I live at the base of Sequoia National Park. Yeah. <clears throat> so when I say I can throw a rock and hit the National Forest, Bill, I'm I'm you can take that to the bank. Because <laughs> it's just nothing but trees around me. And it says for the fat for the past <laughs> fifty years or so, nobody is exactly sure how many flights have vanished within the Nevada Triangle. However, many people believe the total is more than two thousand. Jesus. One of the most popular stories regarding the Nevada Triangle is the disappearance of Steve Fawcett, <clears throat> which took place September 3rd, 2007. In addition to being an American businessman, Fawcett was a record-setting aviator, sailor, and adventurer. He was also the first person to fly solo nonstop around the world in a balloon. Oh, damn. <clears throat> Granddaughter. No. My granddaughter is downstairs. Sally, when Fawcett flew his single-engine Belenka Super Decathlon over Nevada's Great Basin Desert, it never returned, and neither did he. After a month of mm-hmm. not being able to locate Fawcett's plane, the search was called off on February 15, Sister. 2008. Fawcett was declared legally dead. The moment Fawcett went missing, many people assumed he either faked his own death or was shot down over Area 51. Mm-hmm. So the plane was finally discovered in September of 2008 (laughs) when a hiker stumbled across the plane. His identification tags and two bones in the Sierra Nevadas, 65 miles south of his takeoff site. Wow. Okay. (laughs) They're watching me. Sometimes it feels like somebody's, somebody's watching, watching me. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little more the, spirit, you know, spirits the, karaoke, the, folks. <laughs> the, the disappearances here and the crashes, um, and I, I want to get to, um, I want to get to Bill's comment after I talk about these. But <clears throat> so, uh. Let's see. So there's some other notable disappearances were uh, Leonard C. Leiden in 1941. This Air Force lieutenant is leading a fighter squadron on a training exercise over the Kings Canyon region when a malfunction leads him to bail out of his plane. The wreckage had never been found, despite London saying that he witnessed where the plane went down. So he survived. The plane saw disappeared. Saw plane go down. I wonder if he actually saw like an actual crash site, or if he just saw it going down and said it should be right here. And they went there and like, hey, shit here, man. <laughs> hey, shit here. That's what I'm thinking happened. <laughs> or, or was there shit here? And they found other shit. And they were like, ah, there ain't shit here, man. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna leave that one alone. There's it's a weather balloon. 
<laughs> swamp ass. I mean, gas. It's swamp ass <laughs> gas. Um, so then there's the, the story of the lost B-24. Uh, December 5th, 1943, this aircraft was scheduled for a routine night training mission between Fresno, Bakersfield, and Tucson when it lost radio contact. The mystery deepened when another B-24, part of a squadron of nine sent to look for the plane, also vanished. <laughs> Fortunately, two of the plane's six crew members survived and revealed that it had been lost when the pilot mistook the Huntington Lake Reservoir's frozen surface for a forest clearing. Wow. The wreckage was recovered in 1955 when the reservoir was drained to help make repairs to the dam. The other missing B-24 was finally found next to a then-unnamed lake in July of 1960 by by geographical surveyors. The lake was named Hester Lake as a memorial to the plane's co-pilot. Clinton Hester. So, <clears throat> yep. Or, no. Robert M. Hester. Robert Hester. Clinton second, is the father. Second, second lieutenant. So, David Steves, May 9th, 1957. The plane was a T-33 training jet on a flight from San Francisco to Arizona. This was another case where the pilot lived to tell the tale, although it took him 54 days to reach civilization. In yeah, they, they legally pronounced him dead. <laughs> yeah. He, ex- he explained that something exploded in his aircraft, forcing him to bail out. He badly injured his ankles upon landing and was forced to drag his parachute behind him to keep warm at night. He spent 15 days in freezing temperatures until he found a National Park Service cabin 20 miles away from where he landed. He nursed himself back to health with canned foods he found inside and hunted and fished until he felt ready to rediscover civilization. The only trace of his plane that has been found so far is the canopy. 1977. Discovered discovered by Boy Scouts in 77. Yeah, 45 years ago. I know that because that's the year I was born. (laughs) Easy math. (laughs) So, and then they charged uh, Charles Ogle in August 1964. This wealthy real estate tycoon vanished while on a flight from Oakland to Las Vegas. His disappearance is especially odd when you consider that he was a trained pilot from his days in the Marine Corps. No trace of the plane or the pilot has ever been found. Pain. Uh, what's this one? I don't... Uh, oh, <clears throat> Lieutenant Leonard, 1941. Lieutenant Leonard C. Lydon parachuted to safety after his army That's fighter squadron. That's the first squadron. one I said. Oh, is that the first yeah. one? Oh, I thought That's was the first one, one I talked about. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Damn it, Dave. <laughs> Damn it, Dave. Are you talking so, about Major I'm, Ross Mulhair? I'm, go- <laughs> I'm, I'm going in. Yeah. I didn't talk about Ross Mulhair yet. I'm on the gambler special. Uh, I don't even know which one I'm on. <laughs> so so the, the gambler special, February 18th, 1969, more formally known as Hawthorne, Nevada Airlines Flight 708. This plane was carrying 32 prospective gamblers and three crew on a round trip between Long Beach, Burbank, and Hawthorne, Nevada. Was lost with all hands. Five members of the search party died before the wreckage was discovered on Mount Whitney. And that's like right there. Um, the highest mountain in the, in the contiguous United States. No cause for the crash has ever been determined. Isn't that the one that caught fire last summer? 
yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the summer before that. And the summer before that. And the summer before that, and the, and the summer before that, and and two years ago before that, I am going to keep recording. Okay, do you want to talk about Ross Mulher? Oh, sure. Now you want me to talk? <laughs> Not really, but if you want. <laughs> no, yeah. Oh, July eleventh, nineteen six. Major Ross Mulher flew a F one seventeen into a mountain near Bakersfield, California. The cause of the crash has never been officially revealed. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got. <laughs> I, w- I wanted to show this picture right here. Uh, was that out um, your back door or what? <laughs> no, it's close, but no, this is um, this is in the Kern National Forest. Oh yeah, right smack dab in the middle of the Nevada Triangle, and I have been on this spot. I think I've been on that spot. That that place looks very familiar. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've been on that spot. And for some reason, it's the tree on the right that makes me go, yeah. I've been there. I've been there, yeah. And I was like, I know. I, I tried to find it. I have a picture of me standing on that rock. I hear you, too. So I thought, I thought that was really interesting because when, when I did my 50-mile back, backpacking trip, yeah. I started in Mineral King, went into the Kern National Forest and around to the the back um, back country Kern Ranger Station. Okay. And and stayed there for a night and then came back through Franklin Pass and came back to Mineral King. So I, I went all through the middle of that triangle oh, and shit. that's where I got lost. And that's I was helped that. out by the ghost. <laughs> it looks like Acadia uh, National Forest. Okay, so which thing were you talking about that you wanted to get to on Dover's thing. Is it the Godfather box set? Or <laughs> is it the fact that the windy no, the Sierras are very windy? It's yeah, isn't it very windy in the Sierras? And that's I, I wrote that down. Um I'm pretty sure all mountain ranges are actually very windy. Yeah. Like, so here's what the set. So um so nat- naturally, given the aforementioned Area 51 connection, some are quick to blame UFOs and other secret government experiments for the high number of plane crashes in the area. However, the more sig- scientifically minded are quick to point out the Sierra Nevada's unique and unpredictable geography and weather patterns, particularly the so-called mountain wave. This is a local um, name for a sudden downdraft and microburst yep. that occur mm. when the Pacific jet stream collides with the Sierras <clears throat> At a perpendicular angle. Yep. These downdrafts can reach speeds of 400 miles an hour. Yep. Oh, yeah. And just take a plane. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I live up here. Yes, it is very windy. <laughs> yeah, I live right by the freaking Rockies, and the wind gets hellacious. That's crazy. <clears throat> I mean, it's not the Santa Ana's, but. Yeah. Santa Ana's are just weird. I don't. I don't even understand what's causing that. Oh, yeah, that um, that Gulf Stream that comes up through there. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. yeah, but um, you know, b- 
because I live here, I can I can attest to some paranormal things that happen in this area. Well, what worries me is if you're reading all the the main thing that I I got from all these stories that you just read and the one that I read. <laughs> You read two. You oh, got two. I, I got two. I got two. You got two. You got the two thousand seven one. God, because it's your show doesn't mean you have to speak. Uh, the 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 thing that that I don't get me wrong. Coincidences happen, but you know. You get to the point where it can't just be a coincidence more to have all these type of fel- mechanical failures every time you're flying over the goddamn Sierra Nevadas. Yeah, and over two thousand and seventy years—that's yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, lot. Please, yeah. I'm I'm not going to leave. It was a leave. Yeah, <laughs> I said don't. Mine leave. Said, yeah, mine kept saying. Mine yeah, said don't please leave. leave. Mine said don't leave. <laughs> mine, mine said not. <laughs> Leave, <laughs> not. Mine said, don't leave, so ooh, I'm special. Keep recording. <laughs> no, I'm not going to leave. Good. Uh, but I, I, you know, I believe in coincidences, but it, when you get to the point of that many, it's no longer coincidence, right? I mean, there's there's something going on. I hear the Kardashians yeah. from the Sierra <laughs> Those bras take everything. Where do you think it's, they got all it, those airplanes? That's it, the infamous big butt that sucking that them in this region. <laughs> the Kardashians. Oh, that's how they got all them damn planes. <laughs> they take it from the Sierras. <sighs> Teresa, we are getting there. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. Michigan's coming. Michigan is coming. Michigan is I got some great pictures of the Michigan Triangle. Some really so, cool shots. The um, Nevada Triangle. So, but I'm, you know, it's I live the, here. All the stories you hear that you've talked about or we've talked about or whoever talked about. <laughs> Have all been about aircraft going down. It, it does remind me Proof. a lot of the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. What it doesn't it, it go does. into is everything that's actually on the ground in that area. Yeah. You know, the, the mass amounts of Bigfoot sightings. It doesn't talk a lot about the, the paranormal the stuff. The Bigfoot sightings that are here in the, Redwood Grove, that's the, where the the majority of the Bigfoot sightings are in this Skinwalker sightings in this in, in Skinwalker sightings. There's a lot of Native American um, Considering elements. Skinwalker Ranch, I believe, is also part of the Nevada Triangle. No, no, no. no. Skinwalker no, Ranch is in just, Utah. Yeah, it's in Utah. Uh, <clears throat> but there, there's definitely... I, I A Skinwalker presence? I, I think... There's definitely, I know there's an elemental Cause, presence. Because there's a Navajo here. presence inside that triangle. It's, yeah. <clears throat> I know the, the Yokuts tribe is yep. what's in, in our area here. It, yeah. Um, but there, there are several um, Native American tribes. Um, Choctaw over in Nevada. Uh, gee, I think um, there's an Apache res sitting in that area. I, I think there has to be in the northern part. Mm-hmm. or No, the northern part is the Choctaw, so down... Um, well, yeah, you got the, the Navajo or whatever in the, um, Arizona area. Yeah. 
like so the southernmost tip of that. Yep. So and I then mean, and then you got and then you got Area Fifty One. And then you got Area Fifty One. So I mean, it, <clears throat> we've talked about what's all on the the air, but we're not talking about what's on the ground. And they will shoot you. They they're, they're not kidding on those signs. They they will shoot you. Yeah. <clears throat> Is the bunny ranch in the triangle? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and also Donner Summit. Donner Summit. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Donner Summit. Damn. Donner party. Party of fun. <laughs> <laughs> your your table is ready. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd love to have you for dinner. <laughs> I'd love to have you for dinner. <laughs> We'll take that rare, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tartar. Um, but yeah, so that's an interesting thing with the Donner Party. And yeah, I mean, did they really start eating people because of freak? <laughs> I don't think it was because they were in the triangle. No, they they were starving. I mean. They were fucking hungry is what happened. We need to fucking eat. So, you know, Dave's kind of fat. I think we'll probably eat him first because he can't run away. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, okay. So let's, let's score this one. So anomalous. I don't like saying reading anomalous factor. I like anomalous factor, but I wrote anomalous reading. So I'm going to keep writing it. <laughs> As we get a couple more beers, then this is going to be A-R. A-R. <laughs> I'm already having problems trying to spell anomalous. <laughs> Anom. Read. <laughs> Read. You just have to be faster than the slowest person. That is correct, Bill. <laughs> Yes. So the anomalous factor uh, reading, whatever the fuck we're going to call it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to say, I'm going to give this place a 65. Okay. I'm down for that. Is it, I mean, would you go higher or lower? I mean, I like 65. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you like. No, I like 65. That's about where I was at. Okay. How about the danger level of this place? <clears throat> I, I'm, 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 I'm struggling on this one. Yeah. I'm struggling too. If you're, if you're in a plane, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think the danger level is pretty high. Um, <clears throat> on, on the ground, maybe not so much. Unless but, you're part of the Donner Party. Yeah, unless you're unless you're part of the Donner Party. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know the the environment. It's not as bad as Alaska, but there are animals here that can kill you. Well, you and, don't have you don't have the in you the, know with the natural cold of the of the elements of Alaska. I think you have everything else. I mean, I don't think you're just going to fall into a lake and drown like you can in Alaska, but no. I think. And with it, with it, the, with the drought here, there's not a whole lot of lakes anymore. <laughs> Man, you just fell in a big ass hole. <laughs> you, just, you just fell in a hole. 
<laughs> have trouble getting back out. Um. So yeah, I'm kind of I'm I I'm maybe fifty. Fifty on the danger. Yeah. Annapolis, and and. Motherfucker, goddamn you, Dover. Anomalops. Anomalops. <laughs> Are you trying to make me say shit? Anomalops. Anomalops. Fucking over. Bill, knock that shit off. <laughs> Bill's just fucking with you now. <laughs> uh, I I've forty on the danger level. <laughs> okay, so so we'll average it out to forty-five. Uh. <laughs> no, I said no. <laughs> <laughs> I said no. I said no. Oh shit! I thought mine said dude. <laughs> dude. <laughs> it was it was dude. No, it said Jude. I'm like okay. Hey Jude. Oh sorry. No. What? What? I wasn't even going to talk about that, but now I'm kind of what what tripping. Um. There's. There's something, and this, I wasn't even going to mention this triangle, but it's in the same article, <laughs> and it, it's called the Big Lick Triangle. <laughs> I, I know. This is why Billy. I wasn't going to mention it, because I know where your five-year-old brain's going. It said lick. <laughs> lick. Big lick. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> But the <laughs> kitchen, don't tell me kitchen, but the big lick triangle goes from, is in, it goes from Indiana to Kentucky. Where else does it go? That's fucking one line. <laughs> well, it covers, it covers both oh, states. Okay. So, so let's see. So the triangle gets its name from its three supposed vertices known as the town of French Lick. In Orange County, Indiana, Big Bone Lick State Park in Boone County, Kentucky, and Pope Lick Creek in Jefferson County, Kentucky. That's a lot of licks. Man. There's a lot of licks. How it's many like, licks a, it's does like it get to the <laughs> It covers the three. It, it covers it covers two thousand two hundred and sixty nine point nine square miles. And includes parts of ten counties in Indiana and seven counties in Kentucky. Wow. So, <laughs> so, but it, it talks about um, Clark County, Indiana. Okay. Um, the Welsh Prince Maddock allegedly sets up a fort on what is now Charleston State Park after landing in Mobile Bay, Alabama, and sailing up the Mississippi unwelcoming natives eventually killed the prince and his entire company. Oh, despite tales of blonde Welsh-speaking white Indians in the region, 
no hard evidence of the story has come to light. One surveyor claimed <laughs> to have discovered a stone fortification on the shores of the Ohio River in 1873, but it was reportedly cannibalized to help build a bridge across the river in 1888. Oh, wow. <laughs> but what I, what I wanted to talk, there's, there's a couple other things, but it talks about Waverly Hill Sanatorium is in this area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Hoosier National Forest, um, Ohio County, Indiana. There's like Clarksville, Indiana, 2006. A giant fireball is seen making figure eights in the sky. Blue River, Indiana, a local legend tells... Blue River, Indiana, a local legend tells of a woman decapitated by a fishing line strung across the river. Her ghost is still seen on the riverbanks searching for her head. What pound test were they using? <laughs> right? That's like some ghost ship line. Um, Kardashians again. <laughs> so, Fort Knox, Jefferson County, several silent black helicopters have been seen uh, reported flying into and out of Bullion Depositories airspace. Um, Milliton, Kentucky, a lizard man with zebra stripes, a forked tongue, and bulging eyes was seen roaming the woods around a local automobile junkyard. Okay. So- Ohio County, Indiana, a man reports a Bigfoot charged at him as he was getting out of his car on State Road 56. Oh, I want to pull something. So there's Bigfoot so, sightings, <clears throat> UFO sightings. Um, blessed. blessed. Rising Sun, Indiana, 1969. A farmer's power goes out as several UFOs flock over his house. So what, what parts of Kentucky does it hit? Um, it says it goes from uh, Orange County, Indiana, uh, to Boone County, Kentucky, to... Jefferson County, Kentucky. So it says 10 counties in Indiana and 7 counties in Kentucky. But yeah, I, was, I wasn't even going to talk about this because I was like, the Big Lick Triangle, that sounds stupid. We're just going to be like, we're just going to be making <laughs> lick comments for the next 15 minutes. A lot of weird out here in Indiana. Um, Floyd County, Indiana, several Native Americans are killed. This is 1700s. Several Native Americans are killed in skirmishes with settlers. Their ghosts reportedly haunt the region to this day. Floyd County, Indiana, early 1800s, a giant snake, 30 to 40 feet in length and wide as a barrel, is reportedly seen by pioneer farmers. French Lick, Indiana, late 1800s, Two black horses and their colt are struck by lightning and killed. Their ghosts have been seen running for shelter ever since when a storm rolls in. Stressed. Stressed. Okay, this is this one's going to be interesting. In Vevey, Indiana, 1891 to 1894, several sightings of creatures called mud mermaids are reported along the Ohio River shores. They were said to be lizard-like, but with strikingly human faces and showed no signs of intelligence. So, okay, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) 
Um, Henryville, Indiana, early, early 1900s, a young woman dies in a car wreck on Blue Lick Road. There's a lot of licks in this area. <laughs> and is buried at Mount Zion Cemetery. She now haunts the cemetery as the Green Lady, throwing herself on parked cars and leaving green ectoplasm behind. Do you have a picture of the Big Lick Triangle? I have one that looks like it was drawn in crayon. Well, I'm just trying to find is, is I'm wondering if Pike County is part of. Let me see if I can Lake. find a better picture. But yeah, I wasn't going to talk about it, so I didn't actually get a picture of it. And there's only one thing um, that interests me about that is, is why I'm asking. What interested me was the. Yeah, it was the funny. Oh, that's a good picture. Let's do that. Oh, no, that's not. That's the Bridgewater Triangle. We'll talk about that later. Big click triangle. Who is she? Yeah, I just have this stupid. Don't say, don't do that. Let's let's throw a picture up. Married. Yes, I'm married. Yeah, I wasn't going to do this because this picture looked dumb. But <clears throat> let's see: Bigfoot report, UFO sighting, giant snake. Thunderbird sighting, ghost poltergeist, haunting reports, the Pope Lick Goatman. That's it. <clears throat> Frogman, Lizardman, and mer- Mud Mer people. So those are all the different sightings in that area. It's hard to see what <clears throat> cities that envelops. And I'm trying to find a better picture. <laughs> Bill and Teresa are going crazy in the comments. It's killing me. <clears throat> yeah, Waverly Hill Sanatorium. I guess that's a prison. Uh, let's see if I can find something else here. Well, that's not a very good. Yeah, I don't like that. Okay, so that's the northern, northern part of Kentucky. Like the northern edge of Kentucky is what it, it gets... Yeah. I was just wondering how far it went. <clears throat> Only because, <clears throat> you know, how I love that show Hellier. Yeah. And, and what, and what Dana and Greg Newkirk did on that show and, and the other guys there. 
I was wondering if that had to do anything with the occurrences that was happening in Big Lake because they they travel all over the place on that on that <clears throat> on that documentary. <clears throat> Hellier is an awesome, awesome show, and I'm trying to get Dave to watch it, but he refuses to. I refuse to pay money <laughs> to watch to watch the show. I just hear I refuse to. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, it's free on Amazon Prime. No, it's not. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> it's, it's two bucks a damn episode. Huh? No, no. Uh, I have Amazon Prime. Everything should be free. <laughs> I pay 130 bucks a year for that shit. See? Even my phone agrees. What did it say? Okay. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> I see you too. Big Look sounds pretty. That Big Look triangle actually does sound kind of interesting, though. Yeah, I was like, Waverly Hills just kind of caught my eye. I was like, damn, Waverly Hills is in there? It was free That's for creepy. me when I watched it too, Teresa. Dave just was slacking. <laughs> and now he's got to pay. <laughs> uh, uh, oh. Yeah, I didn't catch it early enough. No. Oh, I can, can watch, watch it on YouTube? YouTube? Thanks, Bill. I'm gonna, I'll look for it on YouTube. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I should have. We got we got two freaking YouTube channels between us. Oh yeah, we got a YouTube. <laughs> Duh. I didn't think that was a possibility. Uh, so what do we want to talk about next? Well, I was kind of going through the ones that I talked about. Where's the Bennington? Bennington? Is that, what, is that Bennington what? is one of them, yeah. And that's not, I mean, I've still got, I've got, I've got like 10 on this list, but let's see. What's this one? Oh, we got the Lake Michigan Triangle, because I know that one was, Teresa was talking about that. We also have the Devil's Sea in Japan, uh, or the Dragon's Dragon, Triangle. Dragon Triangle, yeah. Yeah. The Bennington Triangle is in Vermont. Yeah, let, let's hit that one. Bennington, okay. I can't spell. We, we don't need to score a big lick. That was a. That was a throw in. Yeah. <clears throat> and boop, boop, boop. This is kind of a lot of pic- Smaller. Got a lot area? of pictures of the. Maybe. Maybe. Teresa. It did say Teresa. I just heard that. Mine said Teresa. <laughs> yes, it did. It said maybe <laughs> Teresa. So this is the Bennington Triangle. Okay, well. It, Silly. Oh, okay, so Bridgewater Triangle is the neighbor to the Bennington Triangle? Is that what I'm saying? Yes. Here? The Bridgewater Triangle is in Massachusetts. And I kind of want to talk about that one last. That one's got a lot of stuff to it. Oh, wow. 
So, so we'll hit this one. Um, but okay, so this this vortex centers on Glastonbury Mountain in maybe in southwestern Vermont, which is surrounded by the towns of Bennington, Woodford, Shaftesbury, Somerset, and Glastonbury. The latter two are unincorporated ghost towns today, owing to major economic upheavals in the Find early nineteen hundred. That's weird because I was just sitting. What here. did you say? Find me. Mine said leave here soon. Mine said find me, and I'm sitting here reading about all the disappearances in Bennington. Yeah. <laughs> so it said Glastonbury was founded by New Hampshire Governor. Benning Wentworth in 1761 and named after Glastonbury Tor in Somerset, England, which is reputed to be the resting place of King Arthur. Glastonbury became a logging town in the wake of the Civil War, but by the late 1880s, the forests were stripped and local officials tried rebranding the area as a tourist destination. But after the trolley going up the mountain was washed away by a flood in the spring of 1898, all hope was lost, and the town was abandoned. Interesting. Um, wasn't the only type of darkness that descended on the Thank town. You. Okay. In, in 1892, a sawmill worker named Henry McDowell beat John Crowley to death with a rock and was placed in a mental asylum after claiming that voices in his head drove him to commit the murder. McDowell is rumored Fly. to have escaped sometime later and was blamed for the death of John Harbor, found dead from a gunshot wound under an old cedar tree by his brother Harry in 1897. Fifteen years later, the Bennington Triangle would truly leave its mark on the world when a wave of disappearances swept the region between 1945 and 1950. Yeah, like I a lot. A lot, a lot. Started with who was it? Seventy year old hunting first... guide in Mitty Rivers. Mitty Rivers, yeah. November of forty five. Hell Hollow southwest of Glattonsbury. Held the group back to their camp. He got ahead of them and never returned to camp. Initially, the other hunters were concerned as their guide was a skilled woodsman. However, when rivers didn't resurface, an extensive search was conducted by 300 concerned locals and U.S. Army soldiers dispatched from Massachusetts Fort Devens. <clears throat> Though they, com- they combed through the vast wilderness for eight days, the only thing found was a rifle cartridge of the same type that rivers used. There was no evidence of an animal attack, and his body wasn't found. Even after this exhaustive search, many locals believed that the knowledgeable woodsman would be able to survive and would soon resurface in town, but he never did. Rivers disappeared along the long trail road around uh, area and Vermont Route 9. Mm-hmm. The next one that I have is Paula Jean Weldon, December 1st, 1946. 
Walden is almost certainly the most famous missing person associated with the region. The 18-year-old Bennington, Bennington College student was last seen by an elderly couple who had shared Walden's sudden urge to hike the long trail on, a, on the cold winter day. They saw her go around the corner in the trail, but by the time they reached the corner, she was nowhere to be seen, despite the, red, the bright red coat that she was reportedly wearing. No trace of her was ever found. The incident is believed to have inspired the 1951 novel Hangs a, Hangs a Man yep. by noted horror author Shirley Jackson, who was living in Bennington at the time of the disappearance. Over a thousand people joined in that search. Aircraft surveillance, the FBI, $5,000 reward. No clues at all to her disappearance. Yeah, no sign of nothing. (laughs) Hello. Asylum. We already talked about those. Yeah. Oh. Exactly three years after Paula Weldon had disappeared, James Tedford went missing on December 1st, 1949. Beverly. No. No, James. No Beverly. James. James. <laughs> <laughs> A veteran resident of the Birming, Burning, Benning, Birmingham, Bennington Soldier's Home. Tedford had been in St. Albans visiting relatives and returned home on a bus when he vanished, according to witnesses. Walden was one of 14 passengers on the bus at the last stop before arriving in Bennington. However, when the bus arrived in Bennington, he had seemingly vanished. His belongings were still in the luggage rack, and an open bus timetable was on his vacant seat. No one had seen him get off the bus, and he didn't disembark in Bennington. Though the disappearance was investigated, no one had seen anything, nor did they report any suspicious incidents. Dude just disappeared off a fucking bus. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about this person just disappeared out of a bus. And, you know, people claim that they saw him just before they got into town, yeah. into Bennington. On the bus. And then, on the bus. <laughs> sitting there. Um, so then there's a story of Paul Jefferson, October 12, 1950. Jefferson, eight, accompanied his mother as she drove out in her pickup truck to feed their pigs. When she returned about an hour later, Paul had vanished. I don't care if you're bored. Search parties could find no trace of him, even though, as with Paula Weldon, he had been wearing a red jacket when he disappeared. Some stories claim that bloodhounds tracked his scent to the same spot on the long trail where Weldon vanished, only to lose it forever. Equally strange was that Paul's father later claimed that his son had talked about an inexplicable yearning to go to the mountains before he disappeared. Even though they searched for several days, no clues or remains of the boy were ever found. It's like some Roanoke shit. It's it's, it's (laughs) just like... It's just bringing me back to what Dora was saying at the beginning of the show with the freaking... With the 411. 411. Yeah.
You got a you got another one? I got one more. Uh, I'm just looking at Frida Langer. Side. Is that the one you're yep. looking at? That's the one I have, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can you can go ahead and you read better than I do. <laughs> <laughs> As you said, uh, my five year old mind can't handle the big words, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I said. I said you'd get big lick and you'd be like fixed on that with your five-year-old mind. <laughs> Nothing to do with big words. Because I know my five-year-old mind was like big lick. <laughs> Every, everybody has that in their five-year-old. You said boobies. He said boobies. <laughs> you said boobies. You said you said duty. <laughs> you said duty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad said, "Look at my new truck. It's a Ford Super Duty." And I just started laughing. <laughs> my virus has stopped working. <laughs> fucking bell. Oh, oh, Jesus. But that one, I don't, I don't know. This isn't necessarily a disappearance. So okay, so Frida Langer, October twenty eighth, nineteen fifty. Langer fifty three vanished only sixteen days after Jeffson. Langer had gone out on a family camping trip and was hiking with her cousin Herbert Elsner when she slipped and fell into a creek. She headed back to camp to change into some drier clothes, but when Elsner returned, excuse me, wait. Herbert Elsner, no, when she slipped and fell into the creek. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. She <laughs> headed back to camp to change into some dry clothes, but when Elsner returned, Langer was nowhere to be seen. Unlike the other four cases, Langer's body was eventually discovered on May 12, 1951, on the shores of Somerset Reservoir. Despite the area having been searched already, no cause of death could be determined due to the state of decomposition. So that sounds like Herbert Elsner killed Frida Langer. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering about that. Um, so there have been several attempts to explain the vanishings. One theory is that a serial killer may be responsible, with some even going as far as to argue that Henry McDowell was responsible, even though he would have been an elderly man at this point. There were also sightings of a man who lived in a cave near Somerset in 1867 who would expose himself to female passerbys and threaten them with a gun. Others have blamed the Bennington monster. Yeah, Bigfoot-style-looking monster. Yep. That has been seen around the area since the early 1800s, when it allegedly tried to run a stagecoach off the side of Glastonbury Mountain in the middle of a thunderstorm. That's it. Strange floating lights, mysterious woodland creatures, and UFO activity in this area. In addition to the Bigfoot or Bennington monster, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Another incident that preceded the disappearance occurred on November 11th, 1943. Basement. Abused basement? That's... Okay. What was that last one? Miss. Miss. Um, <clears throat> Carl Herrick disappeared while on a hunting trip with his cousin Harry Henry. 
His body was discovered three days later, surrounded by large footprints and showing signs of having been crushed. Oh, shit. As, as if by a pair of giant arms. <clears throat> Others point to stories told by the indigenous Abenaki tribe about how Glastonbury Mountain is cursed. Part of the reason is that the mountain was where the four winds met in an eternal struggle. Interestingly, this legend has been scientifically verified. The wind pattern on the mountain is so erratic that plants have no consistent growth patterns. This can mess with a hiker's sense of direction and can easily cause them to become lost. Hmm. Less explainable was the, a particular rock on the mountain that natives say cursed anyone who stepped on it to vanish instantly, never to be seen again. There, shh, there are also claims, um, there are also several cairns or human-made rock piles strewn across the mountainside. Although hum, the human-made part may be up for debate because the natives refuse to take credit for them. It's like little rock formations. Yeah. Drowned. Okay. That's, yeah, there was one that drowned. Awesome. Um. Strange reports have continued to come out of the region since disappearances ended. A hiker named Chad Abramovich told the story on a website of how he and some friends found themselves caught in a torrential thunderstorm while exploring ruins <clears throat> on an otherwise sunny July afternoon. I don't know what that was. However, when they managed to escape the downpour, they discovered that the surroundings were dry as a bone. When they reach civilization, locals claim that no thunderstorm had passed through the area. Huh. Some interesting. There's some interesting stories coming out of here. Oh, attic. Drip and attic. Okay. Um, another hiker named Robert Singley, who works at Bennington College as a music professor, told the local newspaper on how he became lost on the trail away from Bald Mountain in 2008. <clears throat> He walked five miles before he realized that he should have reached his car already. Then a thick fog rolled in. He huddled beneath a maple tree and started a fire as the night came down. He was mildly unnerved when most of the sticks he picked up turned out to be animal bones. Oh, shit. Luckily, he survived the night, although he discovered Thanks. that he was on the other side of the ridge Where from are his we? car the next morning. That's weird. Other strange happenings include a silo-shaped UFO seen over Bennington by Don Pratt in 1984 and an apparent incident involving terrifying voices showing up over dead air radio in the region. Hmm. That's interesting, too. There's some, there's some good shit in this area. <laughs> I like the Bennington Triangle. Yeah, I'm I'm down. You. I'm I'm doing good. I don't know why you keep it. Maybe you're talking to a different girl, so you're just being polite. I don't know. So how? So how do we score this one? So for the the an anomalies. I think the anomalous factor on this is actually a little low. I, I, 
I'd probably well, put the anomalous factor like around. I don't know. I'm I'm going higher than that because of the variety of things that are reported. It, yeah, I guess it does. Have there, you got, pretty good variety. You got there. you got Bigfoot. You got ghosts. You got disappearances. You got Alien. serial killer. Possibly you got um, UFO. UFO sightings, you got um, voices on the radio. Yeah, I do like that. Um, I do like that. Direction lost, um, like the random thunderstorm. (laughs) The the voices on the radio can be easily explained through a a CB radio, especially if the the station has dead air. The whole four winds thing, which is interesting. And that was scientifically proven. Michelle. Right. I said hello, Michelle. Michelle. Do we have a Michelle? Hello, Michelle. <laughs> no, we got Teresa. <laughs> yeah, uh, Teresa's already been said. Um, the dude in the cave. That's two weeks I, now, I'm, Teresa's I'm, been said. I, yeah, I'm liking the I'm liking the diversity here. I'm liking the multiple the multiple different things. So I'm I'm actually I'm actually kind of high on the anomaly, but I'm I think I'm going to be low on the danger. Um, there's a lot of disappearances, but all the disappearances happened in the span of five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife. Is and then, well, and then after that, there's is, no is no Michelle disappearances Washington. have happened recently. No, I haven't. I that was the thing I was looking at is I was looking for recent experiences, and. I I wasn't seeing anything for recent disappearances, uh, so that, I think no. that, that might have thrown. I think out. nothing nothing since okay. 1950. That right. was the last disappearance. So I guess I, okay. I'd probably have to agree with you. Probably higher on the anomaly level, but lower yeah. on the danger level. Yeah, the most recent anomalous thing that I saw was 2008. <laughs> but there's probably other. When you I said 2008. <laughs> So, um, so you probably put the anomalous level at what around seventy? Yeah, I think about seventy seventy five. Right, I'll go seventy five. <laughs> this was make me laugh when I was trying to talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if a cow laughs, does milk come out of its nose? But the danger level, I'd probably put more like thirty five. Yeah, maybe thirty thirty five. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we got three more that we got to get through. And yep. I got to take a quick break. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's so break for a little bit. Quick break. We'll be right back. I'll put the right music on. And uh, I guess about five, five or so minutes.
Oak. Worship. Mother. Help.
And we are back. <laughs> Father. He's got to pee again. <laughs> Sing yeah. Tao. Sing Tao. This is my Chinese beer. Every time I hear you say Sing Tao and Yung Ling, it just reminds me of that news report with the guy called in acting like he was part of the FFA and uh, talking about the plane that went down and was given the names of the pilots Bing Bang Ow and we going down <laughs> did it just say mother help uh, did it just say mother help I think my mind was on mute so it did just say mother help <laughs> Mine. Yours, that's interesting. Yours said mother help, and my said father listen. That's interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. It did, it did. It did say mother it help. It did, it did. Oh, man. <laughs> Sorry, I got. Fighting a headache right now for some reason. Uh, probably lack of caffeine today, but uh, it's my own damn fault. <laughs> well, I definitely got my caffeine today, so I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about him either. So let's, let's, let's talk about Lake Michigan. You want to talk about the Michigan Triangle? Yeah. The Michigan. I was like, either that, either that, or the Dragon's Triangle. Let's let's do Michigan first. Let's do Michigan first. Okay. Let's let's give Teresa what she wants. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give we'll give T what she wants. <laughs> oh, that's an awesome picture of a boat inside there. I hope you got that one. Yeah. Let's see, Michigan, I say Michigan, and boop, so put that up, and I don't know why that one shows up first, there's the map, so this is the Michigan Triangle, Um, Some have claimed that this stretch of water is the only one of the Great Lakes located entirely within America's borders and is even more dangerous than the Bermuda Triangle. That's certainly a bold claim to make for an area that's not located over an open ocean. Have you seen the waves that go into the freaking Lake Michigan? And then there, I've got a whole slew of disappearances and stuff. Is that a typo, Dover? I kind of want to put that up just 
<laughs> That's not. <laughs> he says no. <laughs> That's that's the actual that's the actual fly. It's actually called a, a dog pecker fly. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't. No, I, I do say, not know what that is. I do not know what a dog pecker I, fly. I've is. seen. I've seen a horse fly. I've seen a donkey fly. And, but I've never, never seen, seen a dog a pecker fly. fly. <coughs> 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 it just bugs me because um, you know how flies get their names. <laughs> Oh I'm, my! Uh, I just I can't I can't unsee that I can't I can't get the visual out of my head. <laughs> oh my god! Oh look at that fly! It looks like a red rocket. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I was No, going we're not there. from Pennsylvania, Bill. <laughs> yeah, we are not from Pennsylvania. Uh, we are. I, I have I have never <laughs> been east of Nevada. <laughs> Just so you know. Uh, dog, <clears throat> dog pecker fly. Dog pecker fly. Ah. That's going to be the name of my band. <laughs> if I ever had a band, it would be dog, dog pecker, pecker fly. Uh. <laughs> that that hang around dogs what <laughs> just dogs or they specifically aim for the pecker i'm just i'm just trying to I'm trying to figure that out <clears throat> oh my god so, um very very gnat like maybe <laughs> Um, Us Appalachian people have some weird ass names or stuff. <laughs> well, uh, now I'm aware. That's <laughs> uh, like that term. What I hear? Oh, fuck me dead and bury me pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm judging too. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's what they do. (laughs) So the first reported disappearance that I have in, in the Lake Michigan triangle is Le Griffon, 1679. Oh, Jesus. This vessel launched in the Niagara river the same year it vanished. Belonged to the French explorer René Robert Cavalier, um, Sieur de La Salle. This ship was last seen on September 18th when it left from an island in what is now Green Bay, Wisconsin, bound for the Niagara region with a load of furs. The ship and its six crew members were never seen again. This ship remains the holy grail of Great Lake shipwrecks to this day. 
Hmm. Wow. Um, <clears throat> the Mary McLean, 1883. One of the more bizarre reports from the Triangle's history comes from the crew of this Chicago-based tugboat who claimed to have been bombarded by giant chunks of ice falling out of the sky what while the... on the lake. The deluge lasted about a, a half hour and left large dents in the wooden boat's hull. Wow. You got any? You want me to keep going? Oh, no. I, I was... Uh... I was just reading this stuff on these boats that disappeared. Yeah, I've got I've got like a whole bunch of these boats. <clears throat> I think the one that that <clears throat> so I mean it starts in what uh, where are we at? Like I said, the first one I had is sixteen seventy nine. Well, eighteen ninety one. The Thomas Hume. The Thomas Hume or Hume. Goes missing after refusing to retreat from a bad weather storm. That makes sense. But 20 years pass. It's November 22nd, 1912. World Wars on the horizon. New generation of sturdy Wisconsin sailors is traversing Lake Michigan waters. This time, that old fortunate vessel, the Roos Simmons, is on another run, transporting Christmas trees from Thompson, Michigan, to Chicago. Captain Herman Schumann helps load the boat full of tenor bombs and invites the Michigan Lumberjacks to catch a free ride to Chicago with them if they want it. The crew of 16, along with the extra Lumberjacks, set off into the waters. Again, the ship never arrives at its destination. The ship was spotted sailing in clear conditions with a distress flag flying. A lifeboat is sent out to provide aid, but when it arrives, nothing there to find. No wreckage, no nothing. The whole Mm -hmm. boat is just gone. A year later, <clears throat> Christmas trees begin to wash up along the shore. A fisherman in Two Rivers catches Captain Schumann's wallet a year later. No further trace discovered. <clears throat> the list of ships is a long the list of ships is long and the stories are awash in speculation and misinformation. The Thomas Hume was discovered at the bottom of the lake in two thousand six in near perfect condition. The Rose Simmons was found sunk in, a, in 165 feet of water. No sign of what took it down. But that, I mean, that, that one just throws me off. Because <clears throat> they, they, they see a flag. I'm telling you. They see a flag, a distress flag. And so they send out a boat <clears throat> to go help them out. By the time a boat reaches to where this boat's at, with clear sunny conditions is just gone. And from the story that I'm reading, they didn't see it sink. <clears throat> yeah. Trish says an area underwater has actually been deemed like a preserved cemetery. The ship graveyard. Huh. Okay. That's a good segue. Let's show that picture. That's for the actual bodies. <clears throat> oh, oh, yeah. That, dude, I love that picture. That picture was just, I was like, oh, that is so cool. <clears throat> it's like right offshore, too. I'd get a snorkel and 
If I can go down there, that'd be that'd be so cool. Oh. <laughs> it's just dull. <laughs> My phone, it's all dull. <laughs> dull. Dude, I mine mean, said iron. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably an iron ship. Yeah, if I was in that house in the back, what are you doing today? If, yeah, if, <laughs> if I was in the house, I'd be I'm like, snorkel the I'm, ship. I'm going to go snorkel the ship today. I'm going to go swim. I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to get the scuba gear out and <laughs> go down in there. <laughs> Good old Dover. Yeah, that's a that's a badass <clears throat> picture. I'd call the HOA about that. i oh, sorry. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, fucking Bill. <laughs> There's, dude, I don't know how how many shipwrecks, ship, did I say, I did not Ship, say Rick. I think you said Ricks. I said Ricks. How many shipwrecks? How many shipwrecks? How many shipwrecks, I like to think there's a lot of shipwrecks. How many, how many shipwrecks out there on that old Michigan lake there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I I have like I have like eight or nine that I that I wrote down. <clears throat> There's got to be a bunch. Well, that's interesting. Did you Did you see this? What uh, Teresa threw up there? That Teresa family has tried to threw up, not throw up. Uh, have <laughs> through, <laughs> family has tried to have their family member retrieved. But they've been denied because how preserved the ship and people are. That's crazy. Like, nah, you can't have them back because scuba you divers like it going down really there. Good right there. It looks really good. We we really like how it looks. We don't want to disturb that. So, no. <laughs> oh, another yeah, ship, that's 1920 set, set sailed with 11 passengers, the Rosabelle. Is a two-masted schooner used to transport supplies to Benton Harbor House of David. And again, the ship fails to reach its destination, except in this case, the wreck hasn't disappeared. The ship is found floating upside down with no trace of a single passenger. And that makes sense that there would be nobody on it. If it's <clears throat> capsized, yeah. Examining the hole, there appears to be evidence of a collision, but no other vessel is found and there are no reports of an accident. The Coast Guard determines there was no collision, and 11 crew members are never found. Demon? Don't say that in my house. Dude, <clears throat> this, this just keeps going on and on. Oh! And, uh, oh. <clears throat> I don't know what this reads, but I'm going to read it. On June, tw- <laughs> on June 23, 1950, Northwest Airlines Flight 2501 is flying from New York City to Seattle with 58 people on board. Over the Lake Michigan Triangle, Captain Robert Lynn radios in to request permission to ascend to 2,500 feet due to a severe electrical storm and high winds. Permission is denied, and then radar goes dark. No word from the captain, no sign of the plane. Flight 2501 is gone. Search commences. Lake Michigan is dragged for wreckage. As you might have guessed, no wreckage is found. Human remains wash up on the coast in the days following, but the plane itself has disappeared. 
In the decades since, the wreckage still has never been, been found, despite a yearly search funded by noted nautical thriller author Clive Cussler and undertaken by the Michigan <clears throat> Shipwreck Research Associates. Wow. Explanations abound <clears throat> for the plethora of disappearances and deaths. UFOs, obviously, a theory <laughs> enlivened by a report of inexplicable bright lights over the lake on the same night as the Flight 2501 disappearance. Paranormal phenomena, time portals, unholy creatures, bad weather, the whims and cruelties of a mocking and malevolent god of old. <laughs> They're like... <laughs> <laughs> King Triton is like, die! <laughs> yeah, Poseidon's like, <laughs> But yeah, with Flight 2501... <laughs> They said that witnesses on shore reporting hearing sputtering engines and seeing a flash of light. Some reports say that the only trace of the plane discovered was a blanket bearing the airline's logo. That's that's just... And the Coast Guard reported seeing an oil slick. But how do you not Uh, find the wreckage there? You got that whole fucking boat just sitting on the fucking dock of this house, but you can't find a big-ass fucking plane? Yeah, can't find a plane. <laughs> it's a lake, for God's sake. Um, so the I, I wanted I wanted to go back a little bit. You just listen. Um, the mini Tunguska event of November 26, 1919, this one, uh, this one of several incidents in the Great Lakes region has been blamed on UFOs. Several southern Michigan residents reported seeing two large balls of fire descend on Lake Michigan and upon impact make an explosion so powerful that it shook the earth as far away as South Bend, Indiana. Damn. <clears throat> Contemporary news reports of the incident, perhaps more plausibly, attribute the incident to a meteorite. Huh. I was like, dude. Wow. Wow. So want to yeah, play. The, <clears throat> I always want to play. Uh, does that so there's a there's a report of the OM McFarland in nineteen thirty seven. Um and then Steve Kubaki in nineteen seventy eight. Yeah. Kubaki's case is certainly one of the strangest missing person cases ever. <laughs> this former Hope College student's strange story begins in February of 1978 when he went out on a ski trip near Sagatuck, Michigan, and never returned. The only traces of him to be found were his skiing equipment, his backpack, and a set of footprints that abruptly stop on the shores of the lake. However, the plot thickened when Kubaki suddenly turned up alive in Pittsfield, Massachusetts on May 5th, 1979, a full 700 miles away from his hometown. All that he could remember was that he lost consciousness at some point during the hike and woke up in Massachusetts wearing a completely different set of clothes and carrying a bag and maps that he did not recognize. Wow. Shortly after returning to Michigan, he expressed a desire to retrace the steps on that fateful hike, hoping to rediscover answers to the mystery. 
If he did figure anything out, he has kept it to himself, and he refuses to talk about the incident. He currently works as a psychologist. <laughs> I thought that was an interesting story. I was like, dude, dude, walk, dude, hike to the shores of Lake Michigan, and then woke up in Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about this. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to mention this. Um, <clears throat> so other, other missing person cases in the 21st century. Um, others who have disappeared in the region have not been as lucky. Christopher Halix, 30 years old and an experienced outdoorsman, vanished on March 17, 2004. Where is it? Shh. Real. <clears throat> <laughs> it's real. It's real. While while heading out of his cabin in, I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. Tuakamanon Falls <laughs> State Park in Michigan Upper Peninsula, his snowshoe tracks ended in a tangled wood swampland. He had stashed several food caches in the area in case he ever got lost, but none had any food missing when searchers checked them. The only other trace of him found was a spent shell casing. Another man would go missing by from a the... bear. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> Another man would go missing from the Taquamanon River area. Four years later, seventy-three-year-old Joe Cluley drove out to the region to hike with his dog Chip on July 13, 2008, and never returned. Despite an extensive search, neither man, I'm okay, neither man nor dog was anywhere to be seen. Chip inexplicably turned up at Cluley's cabin on August 1st, malnourished but alive. <laughs> Cluley sadly has yet to be seen. Wow. So they so the dog turned up, <laughs> but the man was gone. No less than three days after Chip's disappearance, 35-year-old Derek Hannigan was reported missing in nearby Newberry by his pregnant girlfriend when he failed to meet her at a local deer hunting spot. Local authorities suspect foul play was involved. <clears throat> Amber Rose Smith was only two and a half when she disappeared from the front yard of her own home in New York, New New Nuego, Nuego, Nuego County in the summer of 2013. <clears throat> she was paying, playing with the family dogs and had vanished in the time that it took her father to step inside and relieve himself. So the dad went inside, peed, came out, daughter was gone. That must have been a good pee. Much like Kubaki, Amber thankfully would reappear this time on a road two miles from her house the very next day. How a two-year-old managed to navigate that distance is anyone's guess. Wow. And this is my favorite, the underwater Stonehenge. Some fringe theorists have suggested that this underwater rock formation discovered under 40 feet of water in Grand Traverse Bay by archaeologist Mike Hawley in September of 2007 might be connected with the disappearances. It should be noted that the formation is not a megalith in the same sense as the Salisbury Plain famous stones, 
It's merely a line of smaller rocks extending about a mile in length, one which bears a carving resembling a mastodon. Researchers believe prehistoric Native American tribes used to herd caribou. Its precise location has not been publicly disclosed, both out of desire to preserve the site for future study and due to the wishes of the local Native American tribes. And I have a picture. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's the rock formation there. Underwater Stonehenge. That's a good... good, uh... Way to depict it. Yeah. And then here's another one that I found. Oh, wow. That's crazy. For that to be there, that means at some point in time there was no water there. Yeah. So, Teresa, there's another good one where people from the shore and some kind of ship with several people on the saw a craft. Just, okay. So people saw a ship. <laughs> so some shit happened. Oh, there, oh there's ghost ships si- seen all over Lake Michigan. Like, no, I think this is hovering over the lake. Yeah, hovering a craft hovering over the lake. And there's a video out there, and it wasn't that long ago. Now, was is this the rainbow th- thing that people were seeing? Oh no, or? this was this was like 2014 or 15. Right. Well, I'm looking at a rainbow-colored alien craft spied over Lake Michigan. This was in 2020. Yeah, I remember like a like a sighting of a ghost ship on Lake Michigan, and I think it was like 2014, 2015, like an actual like. Boat vessel. Oh shit! <clears throat> and you could and you could see it. They had a camera on it, and then they sent the Coast Guard out there, and there was nothing. But you could still see it from the shore. It was really it was a trip. Sun. I mean, you got the cigar one over Lake Michigan in twenty twenty one. June, basically June of last year. There's a couple different ones that have happened recently. Crime. So I'm just wondering. There's quite there's quite a few recent <clears throat> events that have Sink. happened in Lake Michigan. Huh. That's interesting. Oh shit. That that oh wow. That's a pretty good video. Sorry. <laughs> An alien pride brain. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm I'm caught up on my beer now. I'm I'm good. I've got a nice little buzz going. <laughs> I dove into the water, huh? I was looking at a video of like there have been a lot of UFO sightings Dude. of UFOs coming in and, and diving into the water in Lake Michigan. That's interesting. All right, so uh, anomaly factor. So let's go. I like the anomaly factor here. 
with the underwater Stonehenge and and the ships and the UFO sightings and the ghost ships and um, people disappearing. I I I I'm I'm a fan. I like this. For some reason, I like this more than Bennington. But we scored Bennington yeah. at seventy-five. I'm I'm almost. I'm thinking eighty. You think for... this has more anomalies than Bermuda? More, yeah, different stuff. Yeah, I oh, think so because okay. it's yeah, more concentrated. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 concentrated too. It's not like this big area of the ocean. It's like. This small, I don't small lake. It's a huge lake, but <laughs> <clears throat> it's just it's just a lake. Yeah. It's an anomaly. Uh, How does your lake <clears throat> get fed by a river? Oh, mine gets fed by the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, sharks can swim in my lake. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like. Te- Shipping vessels coming come into the lake because the river's deep enough for shipping vessels, vessels to come, to come into it. the lake. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll go with an eighty on that. I'll go I go. I think I think I'm the, an eighty. The danger level's a little weird. I don't know. If the, I don't think. Yeah, the danger level's weird. I'm not. I'm not so inclined to think that it's that dangerous. I, I think the weather on the lake and the fact <clears> that it acts the, just like the ocean makes it dangerous. I don't. Yeah. I don't get a paranormal, and, it, and it's concentrated. So, it, it, uh, potent, I, yeah, I think doomed. I. I'm definitely over fifty, but I don't think I'm above. <laughs> it's a doomed. <laughs> We're doomed. God damn you, Dover! <laughs> I want to hear Dover say that. Okay, that's what I want to hear because he's putting these words up Stop here like me. I want to hear 14. John say this. <laughs> <laughs> and why does my name say David? <laughs> I just realized we're both David. <laughs> At least I did mine right. <laughs> Welcome to the David and David show. David. I'm David, and this is my co-host David. <laughs> it's all Bill's fault. T says. <laughs> So I, I give us a low on the danger level. I'm, I just I think I'm, we've been doing this show for almost three hours. I just realized my name is wrong. You just realized that your name is David on the fucking, and you went on first. I went on first. I'm I'm at a forty for the danger level. Forty. Yeah. So less than Nevada. Less than Nevada. I live here. I I'm fe- I feel a little bit more danger because I'm actually in the triangle. If I disappear, really? then you kn- then you know it was the triangle. <laughs> or, or your life. <laughs> yeah, I could have killed you. <laughs> she could have finally had enough. <laughs> she she will too. She can. She said, "I said no more DVD Tuesday." <laughs> I said, quit buying goddamn movies. <laughs> um, she'd be like, it's not funny. We talked about this. She's like, I said, if you kill me, I said, people are going to miss me. She goes, no, I'm just going to call your dad. And I'm just going to go, hey, dad, can I borrow the backhoe for a little bit? I need, I need, I need to bury your son. 
And he'd be like, all right, he must have really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> I'll come right over and we'll take care of that. Uh, and then they'll be like, make up some kind of story. I don't know what happened to Dave. He just disappeared. He just left. Remember, if you do that, put a dead animal on top. That way, when the dogs come, they bury up the dead animal and not Dave. <laughs> Beautiful plan. <laughs> All right. So, dragon or Bridgewater? Uh, we didn't, did we do danger? We didn't do danger level. Yeah, we said 40. We said 40? Yeah. Yep, I've had enough beer. I'm good. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Dragon's Triangle. Dragon's Triangle. Let's go Dragon's Triangle. Uh, it's a, also known as the Devil's Sea, the Formosa Triangle, the Pacific Bermuda Triangle, and the Taiwan Triangle. This is the Pacific Ocean's answer to the Bermuda Triangle. <clears throat> In his 1974 book, The Bermuda Triangle, Charles Berlitz popularized it and later elaborated on it in 1989's The Dragon's Triangle. Some have claimed that it is even more dangerous than its Atlantic counterpart. While its perimeter often changes depending on who tells the story, sometimes the points point stretch as far as Taiwan, the Philippines, Guam, and Iwo Jima, it is almost universally agreed by paranormal enthusiasts that the phenomenon centers on the Izu Archipelago. I don't know if I said that right. Especially <laughs> the islands of Miyaki Jima and Mikura Jima. Huh. That I'm pretty sure I got right. <laughs> legend, legend about the region dates back to around 1000 BCE when the Chinese whispered about a dragon that supposedly lived in the region of the ocean and would destroy any ship that passed over its territory. Iron. Iron. Okay. Some have linked the destruction of the two invading Mongol fleets by the so-called Divine Wind, or Kamikaze Typhoons, in 1274 and 1281 to the Triangle even though they were wrecked on in the Strait of Korea on the other side of Japanese, of the Japanese, God, i got to say that word again, archipelago, <laughs> archipelago. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird word. A-R-C-H-I-P-E-L-A-G-O, Ar- archipelago. 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 I, 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 I don't. I don't think the G is a G. I think it's a G. So, archipelago. Archipelago is what I'm thinking. But if that's supposed to be Japanese, it's got to. I don't know. I think it. I think it. I think I'm saying it wrong. But anyway. Huh. Huh. Although. Another strange incident occurred in the early 1800s when several sailors told of a strange ship that looked like a box for burning incense sailing in the waters of the Devil's Sea. This Utsuroboni, or hollow ship, allegedly washed ashore in the Hitachi province on February 22, 1803, where its pilot, a young red-haired woman, was discovered not to understand Japanese. She carried a box that she would not allow anyone to touch 
and later set sail again when local fishermen helped her pull her ship out of the sand. That's an interesting story. And I guess her name was Beverly. That's what her name for a Japanese lady. (laughs) A red-haired lady that did not speak Japanese. Oh, Beverly. (laughs) Beverly. (laughs) Makes perfect sense. Oh. That's so weird. Okay. Although the Dragon's Triangle has had its fair share of UFO encounters and sea monster sightings, including one by Navy pilot Toshiaki Lang, who saw a 150-foot-long serpent-like creature with large triangular fins in 1944. Its biggest claim to fame is a supposed cluster of disappearances in the early 1950s that claimed 700 lives. Yep. Nine of these ships, which... Um, is described as belonging to the Japanese Navy, were apparently lost in perfect weather. The most famous disappearance was of a ship called the Miyakumaru, or, sorry, the Kaiyomaru, number five, which vanished from radio contact after being sent. That's a serpent. serpent. That's weird. (laughs) After being sent into the triangle to investigate the disappearances in 1955. And then it disappears. Also, yeah, is also claimed that ships belonging to both Japanese and American navies vanished in the region during World War II. Yeah, actually, after that ship disappeared, they actually quit doing their studies in the area. Yeah. Well, we're done. We're not going to. No. Um, However, they they did find out that. they did end up finding the wreckage of the ship, and what they concluded is that an underground volcano erupted and destroyed the ship. That was the conclusion of, of, of what happened to that science vessel. But the other vessels, they still had no, no theory on. Huh. <clears throat> huh. Yeah, the Kayumaru number five has a long, long been understood to be sunk by an underwater volcano on September twenty fourth, nineteen fifty two. Yeah, they the actual Japanese government um, <clears throat> decided to stop all. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Declared that this area dangerous for marine voyaging and transporting goes more as a role. I was going to say, so un- all seafaring traffic. It's like all efforts to unearth the facts behind the mystery were also aborted completely. So the Japanese government's like, you know what? Fuck this place. We're not dealing with it no more. Quit going there. Sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> But this place has a huge, I mean, of course, Japan, but it's like the huge. So next next to, a, I mean. Myth of dragons. This, this, this one, area. this one's bigger than the Alaska Triangle, although it's, Quiet. this is in water. Fables of this place 
originate a thousand BC. Yeah. Where they they're emphasis on the of presence of mythical creatures like dragons destroying ships. <clears throat> Manaumi, which means the sea of the devil, was originally coined by the Japanese countrymen years ago when the story's paranormal phenomenon in the sea was popularized. This is an interesting place. The underground volcanoes and seismic activity in the place kind of... Oh. Yeah, <clears throat> there's like... There's volcanic activity... Uh, Huge volcanic, volcanic activity volcano. all through the area. It's like... All over that area. There's like underwater volcanoes going off all the time. It's... So, you've got the... The geothermal aspect. Oh, yeah. And... <clears throat> It's you know, and then there's just an abundance of UFO sightings. Roof. Married. And somebody's uh, married. Don't you think that would have been most? Are you talking about what Teresa was saying there with aliens or our serpents? Is that what you're talking about there, Bill? And just to kind of go off what maybe the maybe the big ass things out in the oceans we haven't discovered yeah. yet. So Teresa says she totally believes there's big ass things out in the ocean we haven't discovered yet that could take out boats and ships. And I, I totally agree honestly with that statement just for Come the simple in. fact that Oh no, he's talking about only, the volcanoes. We've only Oh yeah, the volcanoes have been noticed. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, there's twenty three here now. Okay. Uh so no, they yeah, uh, Bill. Those volcanoes have been noticed. They've actually noticed the underground volcanoes and geothermal activities down there. The an octo Kardashian. God damn you, Bill! <laughs> he, he is on a Kardashian kick tonight. His wife must make him made him watch watch the meet the Kardashians or something. I don't know. <laughs> I know, but the hips don't lie. I think there's, uh, God, what was that? They had that. Was tonight the interview? There's supposed to be some kind of interview with the Kardashians. Was there? And yeah, I don't. For what? I, I know that's coming up, or it's already happened, or something. You know, I'm doing? not. I'm not that interested. But they were like, "Oh, we're going to talk to the Kardashians about why their why their show is." So awful. I don't know what <laughs> they're talking about. They just give me. But so there was some Any. some kind of interview. They had some kind of Vengeful. interview with the Kardashians where they talk about their life today or some some bullshit after their their closer mother they're, after their series got canceled or they stopped it. Hmm. I I don't know. I don't watch that show, so I I know nothing about it. Me me neither. But <laughs> I. I just like, oh, let's look at the TV series that are renewed. And I'm like, oh, fucking Kardashians got renewed. Yeah, they have it rough. <laughs> they, have it, they have it so rough, they have it so, bro. They got to talk like, about it on national uh, television. Oh, my God. The Kardashians, <laughs> have, I feel Liar. for them. Liar. You know, I'm going to start a GoFundMe account to support the Kardashians. <laughs> they will, too. <laughs> yeah. 
And um, we're gonna, we're we'll, gonna help we'll, support these you know, billionaires. I want to pay for them to all get new butt implants. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. They can all get new butts. Once one cheek sags lower than the other. She needs help. Oh my god, Kim's butt is so not as big as it used to be. She's no longer knocking lampshades off the paper, off the table. People, let's let's donate money to give her some new butt cheeks. Oh. So back Bedroom. to the dragon, dragon. Uh, <laughs> back to the. Back to back to the dragon. Back to back, the dragon. Back to the dragon triangle. Uh, back to the the Bruce Lee movie. Um, <laughs> we, we are, I'd love a Bruce Lee movie called the Dragon Triangle. I'd be uh, so in. I would watch it. <laughs> I'd watch that. I I yeah. I'd be I'd be all down on that. <laughs> uh, Actually, if you just said Bruce Lee starring in what the fuck am I doing? I'd be watching that. I'd watch it. <laughs> Bruce Lee. Uh, this place is, I like this place, but it really has a feel that it's all natural occurrences that are creating what's happening there. There's a lot of stories going back, like There's you a said, a thousand BC, the, but the dragon and the giant and yeah, the stuff. A thousand BC, they but weren't understanding underwater I, I, volcanoes. I, yeah, I think once once they explained away with the underwater volcano, then I'm kind of like. Okay, I'm not as into the anomalies. Yeah, and because even... I'm like, okay, it seems there's like a <laughs> fucking bill. <laughs> hey, room. Uh, this, this, this is my Kanye. <laughs> It's in another room. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, okay. So for for the, for the anomalies, I mean, there's I, I like the natural anomalies of the underwater volcanoes and and stuff like that. But I think I'm I think I'm going a little on the low side. Yeah, I, for the anomalies here, I think I might be at a forty, maybe even lower. Yeah, it's there's no everything that I'm reading about this place seems like there is a scientific a true scientific explanation of what's going on. Yeah. Which takes it out of the paranormal and just puts it in the fucking normal. Does that make sense? Yeah. So my anomaly even I like, even though giving I like it the, a 40, I like the legends of it. I think the legends leg, are really cool. Legend and lore is great, but as as fact is the anomaly level Giving a forty, I still think is gen- generous, but it's it's sure. a natural anomaly. So I, I I would I would yeah I would go with a forty on that. <clears throat> yeah, because I I'm not I'm not just thinking supernatural. I'm yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking natural too. Now the danger um, level. Make a noise. I think the danger level is pretty good. Again, because of the <laughs> underwater volcanoes. What the fuck was that? <laughs> so make a noise. Oh, I. I look, I look up and I'm like, oh! <laughs> it said making noise. <laughs> making noise. <laughs> I'm the one that's supposed to say that, right? <laughs> making noise. So I know you're here. <laughs> making noise. Ghost telling me to make a noise. <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> they got their own. <laughs> like, <laughs> we've talked about this. <laughs> Ghost doing their own normal show. 
Dog pecker, <laughs> dog pecker <laughs> fly. I almost spit my beer out. Dog pecker flies. Oh my god. I'm gonna I'm gonna start saying that. We have gnats and fruit flies and shit all the time in California. I'm gonna start calling them dog pecker flies. <laughs> oh no, it's starting to say mirror again. This is not good. <laughs> I don't want to go to my mirrors again. Uh, uh, Jesus. On a danger level. <laughs> I, I, I score this place pretty low, too. Um, I think, honestly, so far, this is the least dangerous place that we've talked about, and that includes Bennington. If, if we're talking about supernatural danger, sure, but with the underwater volcanoes and stuff, I think the the biggest thing is that the Japanese government is like, no, we're not going to go there. Go around. <laughs> yeah. They're, so, they're, they're the mean, smart fuckers that are yeah. like, dude. <laughs> we lost our own scientific vessel researching shit that's gone down. <laughs> Blue balls and intercourse too. <laughs> Welcome to Intercourse, great. Pennsylvania, where you have penetrated the city limits. And about ten miles down the road, there's blue balls. Thank you for coming. <laughs> we have blue balls, Pennsylvania. Please make sure you pull out backwards. Uh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> welcome, welcome to intercourse. Here's your free condom. Here's your free condom. Well, not Here's to be free condom. Not to be confused with blue balls. Risk. Not to be, to be confused with blue balls, Pennsylvania, where they won't hand out condoms at all. <laughs> There's nobody getting none. Nobody's getting anything. Oh, Jesus. We're just all teases and blue balls. But I still like put the danger level at 30. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, I'm I'm at 30 35. Uh, cuz I think it's less dangerous than Bennington. Yeah, I agree with that. So that's why I put it at 30. Or Bennington's at 30 at Burdenan. <laughs> Burdenan. Oh my god. <clears throat> Two in the bush. Welcome to intercourse. <laughs> You seem frustrated. What's wrong? I'm from Blue Balls, Pennsylvania. I'm from Blue Balls, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I, I think I need to move way. to Intercourse because, you know, I'm, I'm tired mo- of this. I'm moving to Intercourse. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I'm moving to Intercourse. I, I hate this fucking town. I, this fucking I can't town. get laid to save my life. Three. Uh, yeah, it's like time I said 23. Ah, big, big, always driving by. Have you seen the? Speaking of the Amish, have you seen? Speaking of the Amish, have you seen the dude doing donuts? You said speaking of the Amish, and my phone goes okay. Have you seen the Amish dude doing donuts with his fucking horse and carriage? It's fucking amazing. I have, I have not seen this. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got this big old horse dude, and they're fucking doing circles. The car, He's just holding on. The carriage is going, mm, dude's driving by his car. like, Amish dude is doing donuts. This is great. <laughs> Do, not. Do not. Do not. All right. So our last but not least, 
is the Bridgewater Triangle, which is the neighbor of the Bennington Triangle? Pretty close. Mm. I mean, Vermont to Massachusetts, it's not. It's well, they, pretty they, close because those are pretty small neighbor. states. They're calling it its neighbor when I was reading about it. Yeah. So let's do a picture of that. Okay. I Hold on a second. Pictures. <clears throat> oh, and you got rid of it already. <laughs> you want to see it again? Yeah, it. I was just Sorry. not looking at it. Uh, I'm just trying to look, see kind of where where it's situated at. That's not. That's a pretty small triangle. If you think about the triangles we've talked about tonight, that's like a big lick triangle. <laughs> 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 See, there goes my five-year-old brain. Um, <laughs> cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman first popularized the Bridgewater Triangle in his book *Mysterious America*, published in the late 1970s. He identified the triangle's points as Abington. Re, Rehaboth, <laughs> Rehaboth, 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 and Freetown, and Freetown, <laughs> including parts of, okay, Hock, okay, Hockmock? including parts of fourteen other townships within its perimeter, Hock, alongside the Hock. Bennington Triangle and the Dragons Triangle. It is undoubtedly one of the most famous paranormal triangles. Really? For despite not having much in the way of high-profile mysterious disappearances, it makes up for it with a whole lot of other paranormal phenomena. Hockamock Swamp. <laughs> I Don't do that. I'm getting there. <laughs> I just like saying a Hockamock Swamp. <laughs> the Hockamock. Dude, this has a lot of... Uh... It's actually only 200 square miles. Like I said, it's small. It's not, yeah, it's not that big. So, so it talks about ghosts. There are many hauntings described. Um, Stonehill College, located in Easton just outside of the swamp, is allegedly home to the spirit of a little girl, supposedly the daughter of the school president who drowned in a pool where the gym is located today. Mm. Totten State Hospital located almost in the triangle's dead center was allegedly a hotspot for satanic cult activity in the 60s and 70s. Alongside nearby Freetown, Fall River State Forest, visitors still report being touched by unseen hands. <clears throat> and there's that damn word again. In, in Rehoboth's single-room... <laughs> Hornbine School, visitors have reported hearing and seeing spectral teachers and students. Do they go, hey, man, let's put a bunch of hard words right next to each other and watch people try to read this? <laughs> let's, let's, have people, let's fuck with people right here and make them read all this shit. Wait, how much of these guys had to drink? Okay, yeah, let's put some big words in here. Big words right here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and, and the roadside specters. 
like the ghostly truck on Copacut Road in Freetown or the red-headed hitchhiker on Route 44 Never who disappears whenever someone stops <clears throat> to pick him up. In. There, there are probably others, but um, uh, then there's Asinet Ledge and Profile Rock. These landmarks are located in Freetown State Park and both have creepy legends attached to them. Asinet Ledge an 80-foot-deep rock quarry mined by the Fall River Granite Company in the 1800s is reputed to produce a deep sense of dread and or melancholy, that's a nice word, in visitors and is even a popular local suicide destination. <coughs> Doom. Nice. Um <laughs> Profile rock is eerie enough with its resemblance to a human face. I wish I had a picture of that. But what's not? <laughs> but what's even eerier are the ghosts of native warriors said to dance around the rock and the spirit of a man said to sit on the rock with arms outstretched. Also, the park is said to be a hot spot for other Bridgewater mysteries. Well, there's <clears throat> when you're talking about the. I, I'm gonna brutal some some words here, <laughs> but you go from, ahead. I'm gonna show a picture. So, from about 380 to colonial times, Native Americans depended on the swamp as an abundance. Uh, this is the Hobomock Ho- 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 Swamp, uh, located in Ho- Hobo Hobomock Hobomock Swamp. There, in inside the Bridge Bridgewater Triangle. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> These people reverted the swamp for its bounty and used some areas for sacred burial grounds. The Wapanoag? Wapanoag? Wapanoag. <laughs> I'm killing some names today, folks. Both worshipped and feared the area as the chief deity of death and disease, called Hobomok, was said to dwell in the swamp. <clears throat> Among many... Algonquin tribes, Hobomock was often destructive, evil, and usually in opposition to Katunantwit, <laughs> the greater creator. <laughs> Bless you. Tears. The Wapanoag people named the swamp Hakamok, meaning place where spirits dwell. Early English colonists called it Devil's Swamp. The largest freshwater swamp in Massachusetts, Hockamock Swamp, encompasses almost 17,000 acres spread across parts of Easton, Bridgewater, Norton, Rhineham, Taunton, and West Bridgewater. At least those names are freaking easy. Holy shit, I got <laughs> I got to take a Native American English class. <laughs> that sounds way bad, too. I can't believe that came out of my mouth. <laughs> I mean, I need to take English as a second language. <laughs> damn it. Um, so, and, so, and this brings to mind the Hockamock Swamp Monster, which is a Bigfoot-like creature that has been sporadically sighted around Hockamock Swamp, especially since the 1970s. While mostly harmless, there are a few incidents where it was blamed for livestock deaths. There is also an incident in May of 1970 
when two police officers, that's the year and month I was born. I had to take a step back for that. When two police officers claimed that a bear-like creature lifted the back end of their car while they were still inside. Jesus. Hey, don't worry. Have a great day, bud. Nice seeing you. Having you on the show again. <clears throat> Bye, Dover. It's awesome. It's great having him on the show. I like Dover and Teresa. They're like, their banter back and forth is like our banter back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then there are the Thunderbirds. Um, These mainstays of Native American mythology are surprisingly common in cryptozoological war. Lore, hmm most often being ascribed to surviving pterosaurs left over the age of dinosaurs. Large Ice Age era birds prey like (laughs) Teratornis. These creatures have been reported reported as having wingspans of 8 to 12 feet. And sightings in the region date back to 1971. Report from a site within the swamp called Bird Hill by Norton Police Sergeant Thomas Downey. Another notable sighting was a report where two giant birds were seen fighting in 1984. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's that's kind of like John's and my relationship. Or I used to say David's in mine. You changed your no, name. I changed you changed your name. You changed your name. Awesome. I wasn't even going to say it until you noticed. I know. I was like, I just caught it. Welcome to the. Jo- oh, it's supposed to be the David and David show. Damn it. Okay. Other cryptid sightings. Other weird animal sightings include a giant black snake as big around as a stovepipe. That was seen by Civilian Conservation Corps engineers on the edge of the swamp near King Phillips Road in 1939. The anaconda there? That's what I'm thinking. Giant, a black snake though, so a giant black anaconda. A, but a stovepipe is like. Careful. Yeah, be careful. It's kind of that's pretty good size. A giant dog with glowing red eyes witnessed ripping the throats of ponies. In Abington in 1976. Misplaced wildlife like black panthers, giant turtles, and even alligators, despite being far out of range of their southern swamps. A strange creature reported on Elm Street (laughs) in Bridgewater (laughs) that seems to bear an uncanny (laughs) resemblance to a man in a in a sweater. No. Um, <laughs> that, that, no. That, that bears an uncanny resemblance to the so-called Dover Demon, another paranormal anomaly native to Massachusetts. And a black mist-like entity that has been port- uh, reported along Route 138 in the swamp. How did you say that? How did I say what? 
You Root? said wrote. <laughs> he said wrote. I was trying to go. Wrote. <laughs> he said. Yeah. No. Upon route. Along, along route 66. No. Along route 138. Yeah. It was like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've had plenty of beer now. I'm good. Uh, and then this and then the. The next thing is called the the puck wedgies. <laughs> I'm I'm not making this shit up. I'm I'm actually reading this <laughs> off the internet. That's <laughs> <laughs> his own demon. <laughs> puck wedgies. Oh my god. <laughs> so so <laughs> so um the uh, the wom wop wom wom up wom up wom up noag wom Ah thank you. <laughs> what the fuck is that word? Wamapnog. Wamapnog. Fuck it. The. The. Yeah. The resident fairy folk. I'm waiting for you to say it. The, God, what the. F- I'm going to have to work on that. The, the puck wedgies are described as three foot tall, hairy humanoid beings who delight in causing trouble for local humans. They will blind victims who annoy them with sand, lead them into the wilderness with ghost lights known as tepe wankas, attack them with knives and spears, and even push them off cliffs. Some locals have blamed them for the suicidal feelings invoked on Asinet Ledge. There have been eyewitness reports of creatures resembling puck wedgies in the modern day. Most notable comes from Raynham resident Bill Russo, who claims to have seen a four-foot-tall hairy humanoid in 1995 while taking his dog out on a midnight walk on the edge of the swamp. The creepiest part about the encounter was that the creature actually spoke to him, reportedly saying, Iwa Chu Care. Russo later came to believe that it was <coughs> that the being was saying, "We want you come here," in broken English. Thing. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> was that bang? I think I might have to agree with Teresa this one. We need to start putting the words we can't say on the screen so everybody else can try to pronounce them. <laughs> Fuck what you said. What was like puke wedges? <laughs> okay. Here we go. What? 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 What?
Wamapnog. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Wamapnog. Yeah, dude. I'm telling you, I brutalized some names. <laughs> and I was waiting for you to have to say it. Oh, man. I was like, fuck, I don't want to say that. And then this is, this is what the puckwudgie said. <laughs> the puckwudgies. Puckwudgies. Uh, <laughs> yeah, see, better Iwashukar. Iwashukar. That's like some Ewok shit. And then, and he said, "We want you to come here." That's what he got from that. That's what he. This is yeah. This is what he got from it. Oh. We want you to come here. Yeah, that that's 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 what he got. He he watch you. He watch you Listen. care. You watch you come here. We watch Listen. you care. Damn it. <laughs> oh farther. farther. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, this is funny. <laughs> oh, this this is a it's an interesting spot. <clears throat> I like the I like the variety of of things that happen in this area. I'm gonna. It, it seems to have to do. This area has to do with a lot with the Native American culture there. Stop. The, the indigenous. <laughs> well, you telling me to stop now? <laughs> <laughs> you, well, you, went, you have gone far enough. <laughs> You have reached your destination. <laughs> There's a cool picture of that freaking the profile rock. Did you see that? Mm-mm. Where you're talking about where they see the ghost dancers dressed and dancing around? Yeah, no, I didn't get a good picture of that. But I did get that one. That's a you, that's like a hospital, like an old hospital. Oh, okay. Um that's supposedly haunted. Huh. <clears throat> I was like, "Oh, that's a nice creepy picture. I like that." I'll uh, share this one. Oh yeah, Liz look like a face. Yeah. I mean, that has to be carved, right? That's not... <clears throat> I wouldn't think that would be natural, would you? Would you think that would be natural? I mean, with the sharp edges on it? I think... I don't know. It, it could be natural. I gotta... You know, I gotta show you a rock formation that's down below my property. Oh, have you ever, Well, you've been in Washington. You went to Snoqualmie Falls, haven't you? Yeah. And seeing the bear face and the eagle and everything in there? And that's yeah. all natural oh, yeah. formation. That, that wasn't... That's all natural. <clears throat> But there's a, you know, it's, it's funny when we, when we first moved here, gosh, it'll, it'll be 20 years next year that we've, that we moved here with the kids and, um, just below our property. So our property line goes from one road to the next road and then stretches between two ravines. And so at the bottom of the road, just across the street is, a rock formation that we called, we called cheeseburger rock. Okay. 
and it looks like a guy eating something. Oh, wow. Like a person has like, and we call it like he's holding a cheeseburger and he's eating it. Oh, wow. So I got to take a picture of that and and show you. So Bridgewater. Um, So Bridgewater. I like the anomaly. I like. I like the anomaly. I'm like I'm up there on the anomaly. I like the anomaly. I think the anomaly ranks with twenty four. The other higher. Oh, we went from twenty three to twenty four now. now. Uh, We've graduated to twenty four. Uh, I would I'd put it in that seventy five range for the anomalies. I'm, I think I think I'm 80. maybe eighty. So I think, yeah, I think I'm. Find me. I might go. Find me. I might go eighty eighty five even. But yeah, I'm I'm good with eighty. It's all right. We'll cut in the middle with your eighty five and my seventy five. But <clears throat> I think I think this is just as anomalous as the Bermuda Triangle, if not more. Well, as an 80, you're saying more. You're saying it, yeah. it, it's equal to Michigan yeah. with the anomalies. <clears throat> yeah. Now, the danger level, that's 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 the a whole other story. Um, I always worry when we delve into <clears throat> indigenous cultures and what might have been left and, and what. Yeah, see, the, the <clears throat> thing about this place, there's not a whole lot of disappearances reported here. No. This is just like... Paranormal activity, cryptid sightings, things like that. So I'd still give it okay. a danger level, let's, but let's let's think of it this way: <clears throat> because this place is actually different than every place else that we've talked about, right? I would think mm-hmm. this one kind of is different than all the other six that we've talked about when, when yes. we talk about what's going on here. Yeah, this feels more like a haunted location than an anomalous yes. location. Yeah, I'll go along with that. Okay, this so is, this is more of a paranormal spot. So than, think about it this way: <clears throat> as a haunted level, what would you give this? I think I'm still at an eighty. Still at an eighty, right? Of, yeah, I'm still at an eighty. Now, for, as for a danger level, level uh, in that haunted level aspect, because again, we're we're talking. Hello. This is just a different type of place than the other six. Mm-hmm. How would you put that? I don't know. I'm not, I'm, you know, with the amount of cryptids and stuff, that's kind of the rituals. Okay. That's a nice word. I'm, I'm definitely, I think I'm, I think I'm above 50, but I don't think I'm much further than that. I was thinking right at, right at 50. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like maybe 55. Cause I'm, I'm not, People aren't being <clears throat> touched or anything like that that I'm reading uh, that yeah. you've read. There's a lot of there's a lot of sightings. There's a, there's lot, a lot of different of creatures. Sighting, a lot of creatures. No one being chased by creatures or anything no, like that. No, no attacks yeah, of any no type. Aggressive, or no aggressive, aggressive things. Aspects. Yeah, because it even talks about the <clears throat> with the Hakamuk Swamp Monster. You know. There are a few incidents, you know, of livestock deaths, but no like people yeah. attacks. And that's just nature eating nature. <clears throat> yeah, and then you know the cops having the back end of their car lifted. That, I got a little bit of a ninja level there. Yeah, yeah um, that's right at that fifty level. I think, yeah, I, I think, think fifty is a good we're right score for Bridgewater for for the danger level of, of this place. Yeah. Because I, I noticed that when we're talking about this place, that this place was 
outside of what we're talking about on all these other places. Yeah. And that's kind of why I, I wanted to break it down. That's kind of why I wanted to save this for last. Because it, it is that different spot. Yeah. Who like see it. that's John. I like it though. I like this place. I I like <sighs> it. There's a lot of good there's a lot of good stuff in this one. But yeah, not a lot with like, you know, the Nevada Triangle has two thousand planes that disappeared and Bruno Triangle has all these ships that vanished and ships Alaska has planes. all these drunk people that <sighs> fall in the water. water. <laughs> um, Michigan you can't be on Michi- boat safely. <laughs> Michigan, you got a Stonehenge underwater, and but you know, with this one, it's like okay, there's just a, like a lot of paranormal activity, yeah, going on, and and, and it, totally different types. Thing, heart attack. Teresa, she says she put the haunting level higher than the danger level since there's no reports of harm or anything missing. Yeah, it, there's just not exactly. That, there's no. There's no. Violence. <laughs> yeah, there's no. Yeah, even even with the with the Bigfoot sightings, they've been yeah mostly harmless. Yeah, there's no aggressive. There's no aggressive nature in this. Uh, nothing, yeah, there's nothing malevolent here. Paranormal. There's no cryptids that. Attack, at least that, I, really. that at least that we read about today. Uh, I wouldn't say there's yeah, anything malevolent. We've read about in our research. Well, that's the show. <laughs> All right, we're out. Peace. Uh, so yeah, I I I liked everything we talked Are about you? tonight. I I, I think the triangles is interesting. Uh, I'm wondering. This has kind of been on my mind throughout this whole show. Is we've talked about way lines and things like that before. I'm wondering how many way lines blacksmith or if. The way lines are actually making the triangle itself. That's something I'd, I would like to I'd like to look into. Like, are the way yeah, lines actually think, making that triangle? <clears throat> that'd be interesting to have the you know put the ley lines over that area and see if um see if they correspond to the, the, to the triangles. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That'd be an interesting <clears throat> thing. I don't know if there's any map that has that. I don't think there would be. But you know what? Okay. Um, I'm thinking we can talk about ley lines in a future episode. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And probably there's got to be a website about, like, where ley lines intersect and stuff. And maybe, like, the... Or a big intersection is actually the four corners right here. Oh. Yeah. So we can we can talk about that, and then see if that corresponds to the the triangle the triangle maps. That'd be interesting. That'd be good good a good fall uh, to kind of look back at at the triangles here when we're talking about the way lines on a future show. Yeah. But next episode, episode thirteen, I forgot what we we're talking about. Um, Washington, <laughs> Washington, Washington D.C. Yes, Washington D.C. No, no, it's oh. Salem. That's right, Salem, and then Washington it's, it, is Washington's yeah. after that. Yeah, um, next May fourth is Salem May is Washington. 4th. But Salem is next. Yes, we are talking about 
the city of Salem next week. Salem, um, Salem, Massachusetts, which is the what? Uh, which is where the Bridgewater <laughs> <laughs> Triangle is in Massachusetts. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's we're gonna we're gonna hang out in this area and talk about Salem twentieth and. Is that the 20th? 20th. Yeah, yep. the 20th of, of April, um, yep. just after and Easter, uh, where we're talking about the re- you know celebrating Easter. Celebrating the resurrection uh, of Christ uh, and hiding the eggs. Yeah. Um, we're going to talk about know. witches. Christ, Christ is risen. <laughs> Quick, hide the eggs. So, um, and then on the 27th, we have a special guest. We have an interview yeah, on that's the 27th. Gonna awesome. That's going to be awesome. That's going to that's gonna be interesting. you got to meet this guy. Oh, where I'm a, yeah. You you will you will crack up. Oh, this this guy is awesome. I can't wait. Uh, it's gonna be a good show. So, so yeah, I'm uh, I'm excited to see how that turns out. I honestly have no idea what he's gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is perfect. I, I am. We we're never, just gonna we're just yeah. gonna fucking wing it. <laughs> yeah, with this guy. So you know, people, where we have our guests on, we don't give them pre-screen questions. We don't know exactly what they're gonna talk about. Uh. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I just, I said, hey, we're gonna do this show. Do you want to be on it? And he's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I get. I'm gonna. And that's. I'm gonna update him on the 24th. He said to to give him a warning on Sunday before. Yeah. And then and, we'll, and then we'll have him on the show. He wants to come on right at six. Bam. So. Yeah. The show before that's going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Guys, yeah. it, might, it might be, it might be, we might start that show at four 30. <laughs> and then, <laughs> or, or we'll, you know, we'll make sure we cut it off early, but, um, you know, or we may skip that week. I don't know. You, Joe. All right, guys. Well, I think we're going to say good night for tonight. Appreciate everybody that comes on. and and, Teresa, Bill, Holly. Holly, Everybody that watches and listens. We appreciate every single one of you guys for doing so. Love the interaction in the chat uh, always. Um, Again, we are brought to you. Uh, we're brought to you by Anchor. Anchor brought to you by the letter D and the number four. <laughs> brought to you by Anchor, who allows us to do uh, the uh, podcast portion of this audio uh, live cast. So what they do is we're allowed to take our information, throw it on their form, and they put it out there to for us to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and a breaker and they do that actually completely for free um in fact they'll even sponsor you if you want to and <clears throat> you just do the little commercials for them like i'm doing right now and mm-hmm. <laughs> and and they'll they'll pretty much do all the legwork you just download it and completely free so if you guys ever want to do your own podcast try it out it's fun and of course we want to thank restream restream allows us to do the multi-stream uh to all these places that dave is throwing up on the page right now like our facebook page the youtube page uh twitter twitch and going live so i want to thank them for doing that for us even though i pay them uh they should pay me for saying all this shit but who knows <laughs> <laughs> But hey, we will be back in seven days. And again, everybody have a wonderful night. Enjoy your family time this upcoming Sunday. I don't care if you're celebrating Easter, but at least celebrate your time with your family because that's important. Dave, any closing remarks for tonight? 
No, don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. Oh, but sometimes the sweaty things are nice. <laughs> sweaty. <laughs> I it's guess. so nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to bounce out of here. And again, thank you very much.